Did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I love Babbel. I, I feel like I'm a guy, I like playing games, I'm a game guy, so I like that you can play little language games, and it, it, it makes learning fun, and that's what I need, because I'm a monkey. So uh, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash pardo. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash pardo, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Rules and restrictions apply. You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like I want to, I want to get a pair myself. Like I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to Be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're they're twenty five bucks, and uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Hey, guys, Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now, listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently. and the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that. But what they also do is make great apparel that's uh, made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than, than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time. If my body allows me to. But, you know, I tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse, let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish looking guy. But his golf game is on point. Little do they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG. Grip it and wear it. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? 
What's up, player? Do 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 do. Call the cops. There's a plant singing. That's the name of the van, you freak. Oh, she like Mr. Bean? Mrs. Burrito. I find you so asexual. Use it. Use it. Don't me, Frankenstein. It's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, everybody, indeed. Yes, welcome to the program. Never Not Funny is the name of that program. I got a new timer that doesn't have a little beep on it. A beepless timer. I was about to ask. I was shocked to see. I thought it was a maybe something with your um, virtual background making it look different, but that is blue. You have a blue I got timer. a blue. It's a thicker blue uh, uh, timer that... Uh, uh, does not beep, although it might now because I, uh, I I saw that I could uh, adjust something on the back. I don't like it really. The time the new timer, not a big fan of the new timer. What happened to the old timer? Old timer broke. Oh boy. Oh, oh nice to see you. Hey, old timer. Wait a minute. The old timer uh, yeah, shit the bed over the weekend, so I had uh, I got some buddies over at Amazon. They shipped this thing right over very, next day. Next day. By the sure, way, the I, w- I would be thrilled if it didn't beep. I don't like. I don't want or need the beep in my. I was told to have the beep. At, and the person who told you that is the video person. but Because the video you, person likes the beep. You do? Yeah. I have used it several times. Okay. Uh, I guess what I don't like is when you you beep it as you're like, hello, beep, hello, everybody. Well, <laughs> well yes, yeah, I, nobody would like that. Who would like that? That doesn't help at all. All right, well, listen, this is an off-air conversation. You guys could yell at me some other time. And then also go fuck yourselves. Uh, welcome to the program, everybody. 2706, I want to say is the name of the program. Uh, we got some business to clean up. Uh, first of all, uh, Garen has not been with us for nine years. He's been with us for eight years. Uh, Garen does not know how to use a calendar, apparently. And, and none of us uh, care enough to know to correct him. What it, I, I suspect happened is that it was season 11, so I just plugged in 2011 instead of 2012. So, um, Okay. Well, we didn't hear a word of that because you uh, 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 became a cyborg for uh, <laughs> really, yeah. most of that conversation. <laughs> you oh, hang on a second. I'm also not on green screen. This whole thing's a disaster. This whole thing is a oh, disaster. Really there we go. Oh, yeah, it's weird. As soon as Garen started talking is when he had internet troubles. That's convenient. Yeah, nice going, cockerel. It's not just the calendar you got trouble with, huh, buddy? I guess not. All right, Garen Cockerell. Well, happy eighth anniversary, it turns out, uh, Garen. <laughs> we understand you. that you had some 2011-12 uh, issues, but it uh, doesn't matter. You're here now, and uh, get used to it. I feel like uh, we all did say, boy, it doesn't seem like that long, and we were right. <laughs> we were right. Doesn't, we were certainly uh, only one year off, but it sure did not seem like nine. The fact that we just a year ago celebrated his seventh should have been a uh, Maybe that's it, indicator. Yeah, uh, yeah I was. Yeah. yeah. Well, happy anniversary, Garen. Good to have you, whether it's eight or nine years. If you, by the way, if you're still here at nine years, you got to figure something out, brother. You have to. Uh, I mean, I, I think if we rolled the clock back, there's probably episodes where, Jimmy, where you say, if I do this 10 years, someone put a gun in my mouth. Oh, I, there's no question I said that. But I did not know podcasting was going to take off. I had no idea that it was going to be a thing. And that was back, I probably said that at the time where we were. Uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, sexy is was the only uh, money coming in, and we were in uh, dire straits. We were and still at the dining seemed, room table, right? Yes, and it seemed fun and at the same time pathetic. Um, uh, also, we need to point out: do we have to say happy birthday to our buddy Elliot Hoekberg? Yay. Elliot had a birthday over the weekend. Happy uh, right, yesterday, Elliot. Yes, sir. 
Uh, terrific. Now, how did you know that, Garen? Do you have that in your? Uh, do you have like a uh, day plan, a day runner that you keep your uh, birthdays? I in? happened to glance at my calendar, and it said Elliot Hochberg's birthday all day. <laughs> oh, that's what it says that on the uh, Never Not Funny calendar, right? No, on my personal phone calender. Oh, I mine see. too. Yeah, it's a, so. Really? I wonder if it was because of Facebook. Maybe I Facebook think it must have been ported it over or something. But from the old days when Elliot was on Facebook, yeah. Yeah. Hang on a second here. I have. I have a. Now that's interesting because I believe I have Jimmy Pardo's birthday in my calendar for that reason. Because I have from Facebook, my Apple calendar has a bunch of birthdays, but I do not have Matt Belknap's. I now, never, now it's in my Google Calendar. I never put my birthday in, in Facebook because I, w- I read somewhere that you shouldn't have that on, in, in there because it's one of the pieces of information that identity thieves can use to... Uh, take all your money. Take, take your identity. Interesting. I, I've Interesting. done a million other things that uh, make me vulnerable to that, but for some reason I drew the line at birthday <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> you know what's funny about that, Matt? I'm the same way where like you need me to sign up for something I'm in, but if you want me to sign up through Facebook, no, yeah. I'm not going to fall for that game. Seems nice dope. try, fellas. Oh, but you need my uh, credit card? Four, two, six, <laughs> six. <laughs> yell it out Social, to anybody that wants to hear it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, right? For, if, I mean, feel like the social is probably the most sensitive thing that we just yeah. anytime it's as oh okay here you go <laughs> i guess you need it yeah I'll, I'll put my credit card into a you know a gas station machine i'll put it into a car wash i'll put it into a, a parking meter but i'll be goddamned i use uh, uh, facebook as a portal to sign into anything what's funny uh, is you'll also put your dick into all those things <laughs> i'm more than happy to <laughs> You kidding me? Uh, We've talked about that from that season. That goes back to back to your season one. We've been we've talked about fucking inanimate objects for fifteen years. That's never not funny. We were the vanguard of that. Yeah, it's our thing. Hey, uh, am I the only one who does this insane thing when I go up to a gas station that I don't go to regularly? Do do you did you do you wiggle the little card thing to make sure there isn't another thing on top of it? Oh yeah, I've I've seen those reports of like how uh, what is that called when people like rip your card off of a machine i don't know what it's called but i would i would think it'd be something like you know card skimming yeah something like that yeah it's like you know like i can only think of the term phone freaking which is a totally different thing but it's one of those (laughs) stupid terms that somebody came up with and yeah ever since then i do that and then i also you know look around (laughs) before i punch (laughs) in my my, i don't want anyone to see my pin like let me uh like you know i i try to move my head so that it, wherever a camera or a person might be, my head is blocking at least part of the process of punching Smart. the number. I have an electric car, so I don't know what you guys are talking about. Uh, uh, I will say this before I had the electric car, because, you know, I think green. You guys know that locally mm-hmm. and globally. And um, uh, I would do the same thing depending on the uh, if it was like you say, Elliot, if it's a gas station I'm not familiar with or if it seems like a gas station like where it's like something's happening here. <laughs> yeah. Something's it's, something's it's, up. It's an off brand. It's like it's like. Uh, oil co yeah <laughs> or patriot uh, <laughs> yeah. so it was like a weird name like uh, what what like america gas <laughs> there is one right near i was gonna say u.s gas i think is right down the street from us here that uh, they beat everybody else on that corner it's, it's one where it's got four gas stations on the corner they beat it by a penny and you would think they're beating it by four thousand dollars <laughs> by the amount of like people are waiting in line to use them yeah and the other ones are empty and right. it's literally maybe it's two cents but it's still yeah even if it's a dime, Jesus Christ, my it, time it, is worth more than, you know, than that. And is it a gas station where maybe they replace the inserts on the lighted signs, uh, you know, in 1974? You I don't know. An old mean, unmaintained station. Oh, you mean uh, like the sign that has the, the price on it? 
No, no, I'm talking about like the logos and all of the oh, all yeah. of the accoutrements and brands. Oh yes, it's uh, you, you got some yellowing if that's what you're asking <laughs> me. Yes, you definitely have some uh, some yellowing. The other the, the the one across the street, the other direction is a um, it was a brand name gas station. Now it's not, but it's got the weirdest car wash in the world, and I'll tell you why. Here's what happens. So you start out. It's at the uh, it's at the corner of La Brea, and I will not know. Maybe it's Slauson. I'm not 100 percent sure what the what the cross street is. So you're on ground level, right? You go up a ramp like you're on a roller coaster. You go up to (laughs) to use the car wash. You up a ramp, you bank. And so now you're maybe two stories up, maybe one story up. You're 10, 12 feet up. You, you you know, you you turn again, not like a roller coaster. And then you never come down, but you end up flat at the corner of La Brea and Slauson, whatever it is. (laughs) I don't know how this magically happens. But it is the crazy. And by the way, when you're like, my mother was like, legitimately scared going up it because it seemed weird. Like, where are we going? Like, because right. you kind of go all of a sudden you're on this weird incline like a roller coaster, and then you know you let the car wash do its thing. You know, it drags you through, and then you're back to where you kind of started. It's the weirdest. Mm-hmm. It's like a it's like an M C Escher drawing. Somehow it's yeah. flipping you all over the place. Maybe it is uh, the weirdest, and uh, and that too <laughs> will have a long line to uh, use the car wash. I've only used that car wash when nobody else is ahead of me because I'll be damned if I'm stuck on that ramp thing. Oh. That ramp is, uh, yeah. there's an earthquake. Uh, you're not uh, You're not stable up there. There's no way you're stable up there. Hey, speaking okay. of uh, your electric cars, uh, yes. your respective cars, uh, this is exciting. Uh, I, I've been meaning to tell you guys this, but it doesn't really matter to you. It won't matter to you until we're allowed to come back and record here. But there is now a, uh, a charge station right across the street from our studio. Oh, you mean like uh, in that parking lot or like as a no, uh, like as a street uh, spot? Is that right? Yeah, it's, it, I, it's not right. across. It's like it's like half a block uh, east. Yeah, east. Half is it like a silver and blue box on a pole? Yeah, it's definitely on a pole. I don't know if it's silver and blue. It's definitely there's some silver involved. Sure. Because in our in our neighborhood, there are now two or three of the things that are similar to that, where the main color is blue. And there's clearly like a locked thing where the charger goes in and yeah. you, I guess you pay and it unlocks and then you pull the, right. the thing out. Yeah. I mean, you but would have w- to pay, but it, it, those things are like, it, what is it? 87 cents. Like it's, it's a crazy, uh, affordable thing. If you are in a situation where you guys get to work and you're like, Oh, I, you know, I could, I could top myself off here and it has to be open. And that's the, obviously the other thing. Sure. Right. But is it going to be you and that vault? No, I don't need that. The last thing I need is to pull up and have that, see that goddamn vault taking up that spot. I mean, I will say it's a nice shady spot, so I might park there just for the shade, but uh, I'm not going to, I don't need that. I don't need to pay to charge. I I live five miles from here, so. You don't need to, you know, the, you know, my old one with the Volkswagen, certainly I would have had to use it. Uh, yeah. Uh, I would have, oh boy, I would have welcomed that back when I had the, uh, the VW, the Nazi car. <laughs> but uh, now I get enough miles on mine, uh, to and fro, to and fro. Danielle got to get a new car come December. Actually, November, I believe she's got to get a new car. Uh, so we're uh, looking at some options there. Might get a hybrid, might get a plug-in hybrid. Mm-hmm. Might uh, get something so we have some you know gasoline to go a long distance if need be. Uh, but honestly, the best deal right now is the Bolt, the B-O-L-T. But then we got two cars that are limited. We've got two limited vehicles. Yeah. What's the uh, what's the range on the Bolt? Uh, you know, they say 240, but... Uh, and you know, you have DC fast charge, right? What's that? Doesn't it have the DC fast charging? Yeah, but uh, how often do you see those around town? You see the DC fast charge a lot of places? Because I do not. I do not. 
Hmm. Yeah, it's mostly level two, right? Yeah. This is interesting for a lot of people. Not really. <laughs> and I'm, I'm even part of it. And I can't uh, say that I'm invested in this conversation. I was reading the New York Times while you guys talked about that. Uh, well, a lot happening over there. Uh, yeah, what are you uh, about those taxes? Yeah. Wait, what happened? I, I, I thought <laughs> I was talking about the crossword puzzle. Oh, the uh, the Trump tax thing? You've, uh, mm, I don't know what uh, you're talking about. Oh, well, I'm not going to bore you with it. Uh, look it up. It is. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, obviously, I saw it's that. It's completely expected and not a surprise. Elise was uh, reading it and it was like, she was like, did you see this? I was like, no. And then it's like 20 minutes later, she, it was apparently a very long article. <laughs> she was like reading it for a while. And here's the thing about that, Matt. That's the article to tell you about the article. It's like this weird. Oh, really? Like the long article is, is with all the details is to come. Oh, geez. That's the uh, one that just said, hey, we've discovered this stuff. Here's what this asshole's been doing. Damn. And um, but hey, full article coming soon. So that law, because I'm with you. Like my, my eyes glazed over. I took a nap, woke back up, was still in the middle of it. It. Uh, I admit, I just read the bullet points, and I was like, "Yeah." I mean, Elise, Elise told me about, but you know, wherever she, you know, when, when she was seventy percent into it, I think she told me the 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 headlines. But uh, then I kind of read a little bit beyond that, and it's it's not surprising. It's and I don't think it's going to change anything. Sadly. Well, you know what though, but it's still good to be for it to be out there. It's still good yeah. to have you know like. Well, while I agree with you, it will not change. It may change some moderates votes or some conservative or more liberal leaning conservative. It may. But more importantly, it's out there. Hey, all you Republican GOP senators and folks that are still backing this guy. Now you see he's break. He's broken the law. And, you know, so how comfortable are you with that? I think, you know, the, the, the it just seemed too easy for his supporters to go. Yeah, that's who I want. I want a guy who knows how to play the system like right. he's, mm-hmm. he's playing the system. That's what you do. And that means he's a good businessman. Uh, what I do think should be uh, highlighted and discussed is that while dealing with all this tax stuff, he also pushed through a major tax break that benefited him <laughs> right and I, that's and, and, that's self-dealing you know that that to me is is the headline that i feel like maybe the new york times didn't really uh spotlight that as much as all of the maybe they i did. thought they i thought they did and then okay. i also think the uh, the whole idea of if he is in debt yeah right. the idea that he that's why which is why you know it's one of the you know there's many reasons why he refuses to show these taxes but one of them would be you'd see that he's broke and that would make him compromised to somebody that wants to buy him off. Yeah. And that's the big thing. So, again, so going back to the, the senators, is that the guy you want? Is that the guy who, again, has not has not still not said anything negative about Putin, has yeah. still not said anything about the bounties on soldiers heads, any of that stuff? He has not said a bad thing about. Yeah. And so it's very possible. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I'm trying to think about I'm trying to think about how how as a Democrat, you in a position of any kind of power you game this because that's what the republicans have done very well over 40 years is they've looked at the system they've figured out how to get what they want they've gamed the system and and democrats tend to i'm sure they do it but they tend to say that they're not going to and and are more likely to not game it uh if i may uh, hang on matt's Matt's back matt Matt was so disinterested in what you had to say he turned (laughs) fuzzy for uh 40 (laughs) seconds yeah it was very strange was it just the focus or was it 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 was the focus but uh, but it was going a little it was lasting a little too long and then luckily when the second you moved it it cleared up go ahead ellie you're talking about gaming i have my camera hooked up to my interest level so (laughs) (laughs) well that's a really good feature um i just i i don't see why if i'm a republican senator I don't see his debt as an opportunity because if Putin can leverage your debt 
to get things from you, then so can Mitch McConnell. Mm. Right? Maybe so, he has. And maybe he has. Uh, and so, and so I'm, I, like, I'm trying to figure out, because the, the, the mantra is always follow the money. So how do you, how do you hurt re Republican senators' uh, pocketbook? How do you make it so that Trump is not the person who you want in there because you're going to lose money, you're going to lose your elections, whatever? Mm. And I, I, ha I haven't figured it out. I'm no expert, though, but... You're on the city council over there. You, you <laughs> certainly neighborhood, got, neighborhood uh, council. Neighborhood council. Neighborhood sir. council, but you could certainly be influenced, right? Because you, uh, your finances aren't the best, <laughs> right? So I think you could be compromised very easily by a local. Yeah, I mean, every time I, you mention that, I am that, an uncompromising person, Jimmy Pardo. You, mm. you, you like you just very conspicuously drop the names of. Uh, spicy jerk chicken restaurants it just seems he seems suspicious <laughs> that's true that came out of nowhere why why would that have to be brought up it's that's a great random. point buddy i my personal opinions of any particular business are, are my own and do not represent the opinions of the Paul's neighborhood council mm, you well, seem to be fidgeting with something in your hands that seems yes, is that some sort of a fidget really you're not a fidgeter <laughs> This but, is, uh, by the way, this is very Todd Glass. Remember when Todd Glass used to do that? He would, in the middle of his Comedy Central special, mention some <laughs> auto dealership in Orange County because he got a half-price car or something. Yeah. Uh, very strange. Uh, I wouldn't have the balls to, I wouldn't even have the balls to say that. Like, hey, you know what? I'll mention you on Conan. Give me a deal. And then, because then how do you shoehorn that in, you know, without... I mean, that's the genius of Todd Glass, though, is he can do it and, it's, and it makes it funny. You know, like he knows how to... It's like funny because he's so being so blatant about it, uh, but he's really doing it too. So it's kind of exactly. Genius. I think that you're right. That's the beauty. He's really doing it, but he's pretending he's doing it over the top. Yeah. In a way. Now, as a reminder, Todd Glass is part of the Misfit Toys comedy co-op, along with Jen Kirkman, Doug Benson, Mike Schmidt, and ourselves. Um, uh, so uh, listen to their shows. That's my point. If you like what Todd Glass does here, there's no reason why you won't enjoy that uh, in a longer form. Mm -hmm. And uh, same with Mike and Jen and uh, Doug Benson. Um, we went uh, over the weekend, by the way, uh, we went to see uh, another. We went to a drive in again. Oh, uh, went to see Armageddon. So oh Armageddon, gosh. the uh, Bruce Willis movie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's fun. That's a fun movie. I'd never seen it. I love that movie. Oh, wow. oh really? No, I'd, I had seen, I saw Deep Impact. Oh, yeah. And, uh, that was not fun. No, it's not fun. <laughs> and this one's fun. Yeah, because it doesn't take itself too seriously. Like Deep Impact was way too self-important. And it was like, that. this is a disaster movie. Calm down. But, uh 100% agree. In fact, I remember when I saw Deep Impact and then people are like, oh, Armageddon's the same thing. I'm like, well, then I'm not going to see that twice. I'm not going right. to, you know, it's, it is basically the same movie, but one's done Michael Bay style and the other one is not. Yeah. Right. And it's um, just so absurd. Like you have to admire the absurd, like just the over the top ridiculousness of the premise that we are going to... <laughs> We're going to go into outer space, mm -hmm. land on an asteroid, and then plant a bomb inside it. Yeah. It's just so stupid. It's great. I love it's that. very uh, non-astronauts to do it. Yeah. Right. We're, right. We're going to send some right. oil drillers to do it. <laughs> just a, yeah, it's, a bunch of uh, leathernecks or whatever they're called. One has to wonder if that's where Trump got the idea of that. What if we just uh, put a nuclear bomb inside the hurricane? Like I just saw <laughs> they, they did that with an asteroid once. Maybe that's it's a documentary. Uh, something yeah. to think about. Documentary. It, uh, <laughs> that guy from Moonlighting was involved in some way. He definitely could have pitched that to uh, to the studios. It was, uh, but it was fun. It was nice out there. They did a nice job at the. Uh, was, this one was in Glendale at the uh, Sears, the old Sears parking lot. Yeah, oh, cool. Okay, and uh, it was nice. Went to a local restaurant and uh, brought some food back to the car, and, uh, and watched a nice bright screen. It was nice. What restaurant? 
Uh, I couldn't tell you the name of it. it was, they were charbroiled hamburgers. Uh, the corner of California and Brant, if that helps you out at all. Not really. But Elisa's office used to be right like a block away from that Sears. And so I was wondering oh. if it was a place that she uh, used to Is that to near go. the Galleria? It is near the Galleria. Yeah. Yes, sir. Is yes, it like sir. Red Robin or something? No, it's not Red Robin. I know what Red Robin is, sir. Don't talk to me about Red Robin. <laughs> the last thing I need you to do is bring up Red Robin. You brought it up very naturally. I do like Red Robin, by the way. I'm a I, fan of the Red Robin hamburger. I know I'm the one who brought it up, but I don't think we need to solve this riddle. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't. It's okay to not know where they the it, is, it, it is a privately owned uh, place yeah. uh, oh, that yeah. I believe used to be called Hondo's way back when I first moved here. That's a cool name. Uh, and I remember it because Graham Elwood and I, uh, there was a guy that uh, said this to Graham once. He said, uh, you know, it's getting, it's getting, in that Chicago accent. Hey, how you doing, Jim? They're coming, Jim. I got to get the, I got to say that to get the voice. It's one of the, <laughs> uh, you know, you t- it's, 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 it's not anymore. You go out with a girl, uh, you know, you, you got the dinner, you got the, uh, the drinks, you got the movie. Before you know it, you're dropping a hondo. <laughs> and Graham Elwood and I, the second that guy walked away, laughed like we've never laughed in our lives because who the fuck says that? And then, you know, Graham, you know, drove out here with me to, to help me move out here in 95, whatever that was. And we were in, I forget why we were in Glendale. Maybe we had to go and maybe I had to pick something. Maybe at Sears. Maybe I had to go get something for the apartment at Sears, whatever. And we turned the corner and there's a restaurant and we're like, oh, we got to eat there. We got to eat at Hondo's. Yeah. And uh, it, so anyway, that used to, I believe it used to be Hondo's, that yeah. place. And uh, before you know it, you're dropping a Hondo. <laughs> I've seen what's funny is I've heard people say Hondo, but I've never yeah. heard Hondo. That's just this guy a, said Hondo. a whole new level. <laughs> right? It's great. I've heard Hondo as well. Hondo. And uh, I'm, you know what? Maybe he was saying Hondo, but with the, the Chicago accent. accent. That, that would be my guess, but it's yes. still great. It's, it's so funny. It was uh, wonderful. Uh, but we had uh, terrific uh, hamburgers, and then you watch that, uh, that Armageddon. That's a great and, drive-in movie. That's the perfect kind of movie to watch at a drive-in. We've, uh, you know, what was the one before we did Twister, which is another great drive-in movie. Then we, what was the one we saw last time? Uh, oh, we saw Batman, the first, uh, right. the uh, Michael Keaton Batman, another great drive-in movies. It, they, it can't be dialogue intensive at right. the drive-in. That's the fun of the drive-in movie. Yeah. It needs to be fun, some fun, silly, like Grease worked because it's a musical. Yeah. Pitch Perfect worked because it was a musical. Mm-hmm. Like we have not had one where it's like, what? Huh? Hmm? 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 <laughs> <laughs> it was a double feature it was armageddon with airplane the movie airplane that's a weird mix uh my my son would be more than happy to talk about that with you uh at length if you want to hear that monologue <laughs> about how he wasn't happy with that combo he didn't understand it he also didn't understand why the silly fun comedy would be the late night movie and armageddon would be the early one um, now if they had showed airport and then airplane that would make sense 100 percent I mean, that's what that's that that I'm surprised they didn't do that. Although I don't know if airport really holds up at all. As a, as oh, a no, they're horrible. Those are horrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like um, the, although I will tell you, Garen, coming up in October, they got a lot of great Halloween ones coming. If you and your buddies want to, you know, go get some hot dogs up in Nevada and then come back and watch a movie. <laughs> um, uh, it's probably Beyond got, Fest stuff, right? Say it again, please. Is it Beyond Fest showings? Do you know? I don't know if it uh, they're affiliated with that, Garen, and I don't want to know. To be honest with you, and don't you dare talk to me about Red Robin. <laughs> um, yep. I, they are good. I just said yum. There's something. They, I don't know if that's your shirt. It looks like you're being taken over by a, an alien symbiote that's striped. Oh, that is just your shirt. It's my shirt. Yeah. <laughs> it was oh, peeking up in a way that made it look like it was an artifact of your blue screen or your uh, your oh. virtual background. 
but it looked like it was creeping up your body like it was about to take over your face um but gary some good some good uh they're doing halloween and halloween three together oh interesting that's a, that's a nice little uh, one-two punch i like that yeah. um I will tell you that I uh, only in our car, nobody but and nobody but the people in my car heard this because they were asking like if you, hey, we're thinking about doing these two together. What do you think? And you'd honk your horn if you liked it. And he said, and we're going to have a Stephen King night. We're going to have Carrie uh, paired with uh, it. And I just in my car. No, no, <laughs> no. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants it. Don't do anything about it. We're also thinking about pairing with doesn't matter doesn't matter anything about it. <laughs> I was doing that in the car to make two people laugh, and um, <laughs> because I think that that it is the most boring movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, what would you what what Stephen King movie would you put in there? Because Carrie's great. I mean, you gotta, ask me ask me as if I'm in my car. Uh, am I in the car with you, or am I like you somewhere? are the guy? You, you are the car. Okay. You are the guy outside. Yeah. Would you like? Carry and maximum overdrive. Sure, anything but it. <laughs> Carry and Cujo. Anything but it. Perfect. Do Car- it. Carry. Lock that one down. Pet cemetery. Yes, anything but it. Lock something in before you fall back to it. Anything. Carry an apt pupil. The movie yes. where actors were sexually assaulted on set, and we probably anything shouldn't but support it. it. Anything but it. Carry and dead zone. Anything but it. <laughs> Carry and uh, was it? The Twilight Zone, the movie or creep show where Stephen King had a cameo. Uh, again, anything but it. Anything <laughs> but it. Anything but uh, that boring son of a. Back, back, back. Which one was uh, it that Stephen King had a cameo? Or was it neither? Was, I, maybe I'm thinking of something else. He was in Creep Show. Okay, that's what I'm thinking. He also co wrote it with George Romero, I believe. Yeah. What's the one that uh, Ted Danson's in? Is that Creep Show? That's Creep Show, yeah. That was good, right? A lot, a lot of good stuff yeah. in that one. Yeah. Like that, that Ted Danson, he went on to do uh, do a lot of television. Was that before Cheers? I don't think it was. I think, I think it was. It was that during Cheers? Cheers? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I've been like, during yeah, Cheers. Creep show was yeah, like that's true. Right? Creep show what was towards the end. Eighty-two. That sounds like it was before. What was Cheers? Right around 80, the same time, honestly. Like eighty-three, maybe. Eighty-two. Maybe? 82 yeah. Oh, so it's so he may have shot it before he got Cheers. He was just a working actor. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm doing this movie and I got a TV show. Let's see what happens. Yeah. He'll then become one of the best uh, television actors of uh, our generation. I'll say yeah. it. He's great, but I don't. I, I got to be honest, and I'm, not, I'm just I'm just a guy talking. But I don't <laughs> never really understood why women found him attractive. I, I, I'm not saying he's unattractive. I just don't get the hysteria. I think he's more attractive um, as a uh, silver-haired man than he was on Cheers. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yep. I think he's aged uh, but people, well. But people, you know, he was dropping panties when he was on Cheers. And I know he was. <laughs> but was he was he really in real life? Did people feel that way? Or was I it just... I think so. I don't know. I mean, it seemed like that was all of the talk of, like, how handsome Ted Danson was. Was he ever the uh, sexiest man in People's Mag- People Magazine's sexiest man of the year? I, that's hmm. a, I don't think so. That's a good question, though. Because I don't really remember real people talking that way about Ted Danson as much as it was like we were it just convinced like that it, by the characters that would come in and go, oh, look at that guy behind the bar. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was just this, the show asserted that he was a, a, yeah. a sex I mean, he always had great hair. Well, but it wasn't real. Was it never well, real? Maybe back then it was. No, not on Cheers. That really? Thing is, Even that, a Cheers? That thing, that thing is, uh, if a strong breeze came, that thing was flying off. Really? <laughs> I did not know that. Huh. Yeah. That he was, was never sexiest man alive, by the way. Yeah, I think uh, I think back then he just was just like 
he wasn't he was a the star of a sitcom which i think was back then sort of looked down upon more than it is now like it was, yeah you that wasn't a an impressive enough thing to to have accomplished compared to like a movie star as as we look back at the peoples and it was ron howard four years in a row <laughs> <laughs> um who was garrett who was people magazine's sexiest man of the year in like 83 let's give it let, let's give cheers one year and then uh like who would it be in 83 give us a hint uh, well, it looks like the first year they did it was 85. All right. Start with that one then. 85. Sexiest man of the year. Uh, can we guess? You have a guess for 85, huh? Without, yeah, without any clues? It's, it's, a hard, it's hard to give clues about this person. I, I don't think this is right, but for some reason, Harry Hamlin comes to mind. Oh, that's a great guess for 85. Jeez. I feel like Gear is the one, is the one to... Dickie Gear in 85? Yeah. He is not 85, Harry Hamlin. Is he 80, 86? He's an 87. Okay. All right. Yeah, so I it's 88. Uh, Garen is. I'm sorry, Matt. What? I couldn't remember when LA Law started, but that was huge when it came out. This guy's yeah. a massive, massive. Is he star. a movie star or a TV star? Movie star. Okay. Is it Tom Cruise? It, is he uh, African American? No. No. 1985. 85. <laughs> uh, Denzel has been sexy is from it, day is one. Is it Harrison Ford? Oh, Harrison Ford's a great guess. No. Not Harrison Ford. Not Harrison Ford. Never got it. Never got it. He got a 98. Yeah. I was going to say. Which is interesting. 85 sexiest man of the year. I was about to flip my laptop over. (laughs) He told me Harrison Ford didn't win. Denzel didn't get it until 96. And he never looked better. He was the first first African-American guy to get it. Yeah. That was it. Is it Blair Underwood? He said it wasn't African-American. No. (laughs) Just wanted to say Blair Underwood. Uh, 85 movie star. Movie star. Is it uh, is it Tom Cruise? I just said that. Nope. When did you say was, Tom Cruise? That was my first thing after I said it was? Harry Hamlin. Yeah, his was in ninety. Um, how about <clears throat> this? Is I don't agree with this or like this guess, but was it uh, Arnold? No, it wasn't Arnold Schwarzenegger. Maybe Stallone, no. one of those guys. Oh no, no. It, Bruce Willis. Let me ask, no, let me ask you a question, and I'm very serious. I'm just drawing a blank. Who is the star of Top Gun? I can't remember that guy's <laughs> name. I mean, honestly, don't, don't you feel like it should have been the first one? Should have been Tom Cruise, just to like yes. set the template. Like this is what we're talking about. We're talking about <laughs> fucking Tom Cruise level handsome. But in very, but, but wasn't Tom Cruise? But, but wasn't he? Uh, hi Jim. Hi Johnny Stutter. '86 uh, was Top Gun, and that's really when he exploded. Yeah, right? You're right. So you're right. it was a little '85 would be sad. maybe maybe like. Business. The guy from Risky Business? Yeah, like you're it'd right. be that. It was it was Top Gun that that put it over the top. If you, uh, ha-ha, Stallone. All right, give us a clue, Garrett. Even though you claim you can't give a clue, he is not American. Uh-oh. Is it Sean Connery? No. Oh, is he it was in Pierce, '89. Is it Pierce Brosnan? No. Uh, Wait, Sean Connery was '89. Yeah, that's fascinating. That's crazy. Yeah. Sean and this Connery guy's not one. A, and, oh, I know. Is it Dudley Moore? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> the debut sexiest man alive is it peter cook um is it a, it's, who would be a non- jackie chan no all right non-american 85 give us another one garen oh is it david he beckham t- <laughs> he, no, he was who? 29 at the time he was given this honor don't give us dumb clues it does help a little bit uh, um, you might have to tell us we have to take a break and bring our guest in give us a give no. us one give us a major clue no 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 we get, we're gonna get this this is a fucking british guy in the mid 80s he didn't well, say british he didn't say british oh, non-american oh shit good point Austri- gerard depardieu <laughs> is he uh, is he australian garen yes sir oh mel gibson oh. 
Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson, of course. Our great uh, American, loves this country, loves all walks of life. <laughs> uh, why, looking why forward can't to he just go back to Australia and then we wouldn't have to deal with him anymore? Um, He's got a I weird just, lineage, though, right? Because, like, wasn't his family not Australian, but he grew up there and then they moved? I don't know. There was, like, some weird thing. Like, his family was actually British and then they moved to Australia, then he moved here. I don't know. There's a, there's a I whole. hate that he's a prick. I really do. Because I, yeah. I, I like him in movies. I liked his movies that he directed. Yeah. I, I, At least some of them. Yeah, some of them. <laughs> I did like him as a... His persona was very, very likable in the 80s and 90s. But, but who's still... Like that movie, they, that movie that he was just in where he played... Uh, 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 the grandpa the or whatever? Yeah, the, in that, uh, oh, it was the, the sequel. Feral? With Mark Wahlberg. With Will Ferrell and, and Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg Mark Wahlberg's dad. Yeah, um, daddy's home. Yeah, but he too. takes it to the second he shows up, you're like, fuck, I'm out. So I've got an answer for you, Jimmy. He was born in Peekskill, New York, and then moved with his parents to Australia when he was 12. Yeah, oh. see, I knew there was some weird shit with him. He's more American than he is Australian as far as I'm concerned. And then he has that's, that weird accent in, in the Road Warrior. Like, how'd that happen? I guess when you're 12, guy. that's early enough to have. Yeah. I'm, look, Madonna went to England for a day and a half and came <laughs> back. So, <laughs> you know, we can't judge anybody. She's a chameleon, Jimmy. She's a chameleon. I understand. The that material she is. girl. <laughs> the one song, assholes. One song. <laughs> Hate it. <laughs> to this day, they call her that. Oh, the material girl's back on the road. What fucking song? Poor woman. All right, listen. Nate Bargatze is about to join us. The Tennessee kid, they call him. Got a great special that I will tell him when he comes on. The in my for my bang for the buck, he and Chris Fairbanks have the two best specials that I've watched in the past six months. Man, these things are fan. His is fantastic. Boy, did we enjoy it here at the house. Um, so we'll talk with Nate Bargatze. Uh, I don't know where he's at these days. Is he down in Nashville? Is he here in uh, Los Angeles? Where is he during the COVID? We'll find out right after this. Hey, sometimes you find yourself uh, the, the wallet's uh, missing a couple of bucks. Now, who, did somebody steal it or what's going on over there? It doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earn-in comes in, Matt. Yeah, earn-in. Earn-in's there if you got a last-minute uh, gift for a loved one, an expect, uh, unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on uh, uh, social media, by the way. People saying, oh, I had to spend the night at the, at the pet vet. Yeah. People like using the phrase pet vet. Even though vet covers pet. I mean, what other, are you at the wild animal vet yeah, you could be visiting a, a soldier oh okay uh i, I think people I, I think they like the sound of pet vet it does sound fun it is fun to say i get it uh but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun so uh, that's a good point yeah why are they yeah. why are they being uh, capricious or uh, silly with their very you know, serious issue you know capricious say <laughs> uh now listen this is it, here's the important thing Earning is there because the, the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good. I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where Earning jumps in. Yes. Uh, Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah. It's, but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like, when I I think about earning, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. 
That's what they're saying. They say it like that? Yeah. They, I would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement. No, the, these are people that, uh, you, you know, when they're giving a testimonial, they're caught off guard. And they're, then they, they're not comfortable in front of a microphone. They're, exactly these are right. not professional these broadcasters. Like we are. Yeah, they, they, they sound stilted, but that's real. That's genuine. Thank you. Matt, again, it gives them peace of mind. <laughs> uh, hey, download Earning Today. That is spelled E-A-R-N-I-N. And that's in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Never Not Funny under podcast, please. When you sign up, it'll help the show. Let's them know who said to you there, who directed you there. Once again, put in Never Not Funny under podcast. Subject your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earning.com slash TOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolved Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Earning. It's your money. Get it now. Guys, Shopify is something that's very, very dear and important to me, and you know that. You know that. And Matt, you're laughing because you know that I don't stop talking about Shopify off the air. It's really, it's it's weird. It's like your new obsession. Like, you used to talk about, you know, Journey and Kiss all the time. Now it's just Shopify this, Shopify that. I know, and I, all I can do is apologize, but I'll tell you why. It's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits... The SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, that's, not the other thing that I've been saying. <laughs> right. That's uh, When you go on and on about Shopify, you, sound, you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about, and then people would say, well, why, why is he talking about POS? Like, what? That's yeah. A, they didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up. And then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there he can log in he can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done it's awesome um i've been kept out of the loop on that uh because um you're kind <laughs> yeah well, as uh, much as you rave about it you don't want to know about i don't want to know i don't want to know how the sausage is made i just no. want to see the uh the, the results right that's what i want and, and also i don't know if illegally i can get away with this but it's so easy to shopify well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Hey, everybody, welcome back into the program, episode 2706. That timer does give a little beep now that I've uh, adjusted something, guys. So uh, rest assured, uh, there's a beep involved in this new timer. I don't like the new timer, though. It's too thick. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like the the numbers aren't big enough for me. I'm going to be, uh, you know what? I see that going back to Amazon. I got a guy over at Amazon. What they do is they ship it the very next day. And then if I like it, I keep it. And if I don't, I send it back to them. And nobody seems to have a problem with that. And then the money gets back in my account. It, it's a real good deal uh, that I have going with these guys over at the Amazon. Uh, welcome to the program, everybody. Nate Bergazzi is joining us, uh, although he just said Nate Bergazzi in the uh, break, and that concerns me that I've been saying it wrong for no, upwards no. of six days. Uh, no, Nate, you're all right. You're all right. Say your last name for me, Nate, so that I don't screw this up. We said Bargetzi. 
But I, I honestly think we pronounce it wrong as my family. So I, you're I, probably right. I think you do too. And then uh, yeah. certainly we're not going to keep you long. I know you got to get back to that poetry slam. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why you're wearing a turtleneck, black turtleneck sweater. On it's a, got, no, it's a hood. Oh, it's a hood. All right. Uh, and it just goes zipped up pretty high. I see. You know, uh, but I can be, I can be looser. I like you to be, be more relaxed. <laughs> yeah. A little like more relaxed. More, yes. Thank you. Uh, I like a relaxed Bargetsy. Uh, yeah. Uh, by the way, Nate, my name, Jimmy Pardo, is pronounced just as I said it, but my brother says Pardo, and he's wrong. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I know about families mispronouncing names is my point. Uh, Nate Bargetsy is here. He's got a great special. I don't know exactly when it came out, but it's called The Tennessee Kid. Uh, that's your most recent one, Nate? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It came out, uh, I want to two two years ago. Is it 2019, already? actually. Wow. So, no, it's been a year and a half, I guess so. All right. About 18 months ago, this thing came out. My my family and I watched it about, uh, I guess, three months ago now, right? When did, when did I first talk about it on the show here, guys? Was it three remember. months ago? Was it? Uh, at any rate, we watched that. And, Nate, I just said this before you came on. Uh, uh, Bangford Buck laughter wise uh, you and Chris Fairbanks are one and two here in our house as far as the stand up comedy specials we watch my wife uh, who's a comedy writer and uh, my son who's 13 and better than any other kid in the planet uh, they uh, and we all agree that you're the Tennessee kid is the and Fairbanks one two and we can't even decide on any given day who's number one who's number two that's how much we like them oh that's awesome man I appreciate it it's a really boy is it a good special it's uh thank you and uh we had just watched one and i don't remember who it was that was not funny so oh boy when when here comes burgetsy woohoo good to have him uh now nate you and i have met a couple times at uh like when you did conan right and then also at the conan golf outing i want to say a couple times is any of this yes. accurate no that is accurate uh we did that conan was the first late night i did i did uh I've met you at TBS, but I did two late nights when he was in New York. Uh, and then I did two when he was at TBS. Oh, and you, so you did not do any of the Tonight Show. You, uh, you have missed that little period of time. I missed that little window, but I did. I was, I was excited to get to do the late night with Conan because that was something that I saw growing up. You know, because I never did Letterman or Leno Tonight Show. I've done Fallon Tonight Show, but... That first Conan was the first, like, at least to do one TV thing that I got to, that I saw as a kid, you know? Right. So that was very cool. Uh, I felt the same way when I did my first Merv Griffin. So I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. when, when I first did Merv, of course, I'd already done Mike Douglas, but that was daytime. We weren't all that thrilled about <laughs> it. But when I had the opportunity to do Merv, that's when I felt my career took the turn. And then you younger kids with your Letterman's and your Lino's, I get it. But uh, <laughs> Merv was really, he, he could I mean, make you or break you. That was all yeah. uh, about, it was all about Griffin. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Nate Bargatze is here, the Tennessee kid. Now, uh, we teased this going into the break, Nate. Uh, I don't know where you live these days, if you are in Nashville or if you live in Los Angeles or neither of those two. I'm in Nashville. And that was when I moved. I've been back in Nashville where I'm from. I lived. I started in Chicago and then I moved. I was in New York for about nine years and L.A. for two. And then uh, we've been back to Nashville where I'm from. My family's all still here. And we've been back uh, about five years, which is great. When I left, that was a big reason is I, uh, I was like, I was like, I don't think anybody would know where I'm at. And cause we don't, you know, as, as you get older, I mean, I've done comedy for 17 years now. And so the older you get, the more you're traveling and the more you're seeing and you get families, you know, we have an eight year old daughter. And so it's, you just don't really see each other. And so I just kind of ducked out and 
left. I did not tell anybody because I was a tour. I was afraid people would think I would have quit comedy mm-hmm. if I left. And so I didn't tell anybody. I was like, let me just see if anybody notices. And Rory Scoville, one of my close friends, he came to Nashville once and I picked him up at the airport and just drove him to my house and was like, I've been living here for six months and he had no um, idea. So it was working. It's safe to say oh, Rory's kind of dumb, right? Can't we play? That certainly plays uh, into this. Crazy. It's a huge, is it? I mean, that's why I tried it with him first. Sure. Just because I was like, if he catches it, then I'm in big trouble. But yeah, right. I don't think he's still, he thinks I'm moved back. So, you know. Uh, boy, he could wear a hoodie too. He has a, boy, he has a tough time wearing his hoodie. See, uh, he had a good yeah. special too that my family enjoyed. Uh, Nate Bargetsy's with us. Uh, he now makes his home in Nashville. But you're, you're right, Nate. If, unless you want to play the audition for commercials and sitcom game uh, on a regular basis, guest starring stuff, uh, yeah. there's no reason to be here. Uh, but if you, you know, uh, certainly for if you're doing the Nate Bargetsy project, you could do it from there. You need to fly to L.A. To, for meetings and, and, yeah. and so on and so forth. You can do that, right? Yeah, we, we uh, so we shot a pilot and it went nowhere. But uh, I just lived in uh, the L.A., the hotel next to the 20th Intercontinental. I was there for like 50 days. And so you just do that. And if you, you know, if a show goes, then you're like, all right, well, then I have to live some out there. Uh, and so, you, but I, yeah, it hasn't hurt me as far as pitches. Shows. I never did do that commercial auditioning or try to get on sitcoms. I mean, I basically can do this accent. So unless you want this accent, I'm not your guy. That's uh, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You are as promised. Yeah. It's, I've got to play myself unless you want me. If you don't, I'm not going to be someone else. I don't know how to do that. So yeah, but it worked out. I and mean, we shot, I go out there and pitch stuff and, you know, you just kind of just bounce out. I mean, I was touring. That's again, when you, when you're touring a lot, you, I was never there anyway. Right. Um, so, it, you know, we did, and there's a bunch of comics moving to Nashville now. A lot of guys are moving down. So it's starting to spread out a little bit, you know. But with that, isn't it? Because a lot of musicians did that too. I mean, musicians were always in Nashville, obviously, but uh, they, hell, they made a television show that we loved out of it, right, Matt? That's true. It was called oh, Nashville. Uh, <laughs> oh boy, I, I still like that Highway ninety five. That is my favorite record label of all time, I and I was, hope to get signed with them one day. I think it was sixty five. Yeah. No, I think it's ninety five. Isn't it Highway ninety five? Nashville sixty five. God damn it! It is sixty five. My apologies. Yeah. I, you know what? I I have dyslexia, but it's upside. It's up up and down, not across. Uh, yeah. my so whenever I see nines, I think they're sixties. Sixties? Uh, I think they're sixties. Um, Chris Fairbanks is apparently taking over my mouth. Sixties um, are doing it for themselves. Barga, stop it. Barga, Nate Bargazzi is here. Uh, so, but uh, my question, Nate, though, is. So uh, a lot of pop stars then end up saying, hey, you know what? Nashville's a great place. That's where a lot of uh, your session musicians are these days. Uh, I'm going to go and live in Nashville. So a lot of guys left L.A. to move to Nashville. And then the musicians uh, started buying up uh, the property. So the property uh, prices went up. And now you tell me the comics are leaving uh, L.A. and New York and going to Nashville. Isn't that the same deal where it's no longer the, hey, we're getting a great price? Or is it still better compared to L.A. and New York? Yes. Hold on. My, hold on, my phone. Hold on, I'll tell you what happened. All right, what's, what's happening? Is that Rory, Sco- is Rory Scoville calling in? What just happened? I don't know. We got something with his phone, though. We it, may it have be. breaking news. There yeah. may be some no, sort of breaking news. There's no breaking news. I'm back. Sorry. My, what happened? Are you, are you going to a real estate website? What the, it's, what? Uh, <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I, I can't bet. stop. Do you know what happened? I, I think your headphones are connected to your computer and your phone at the same time. Uh, it's off. Now it's off my phone. 
So what was happening? You were hearing uh, this on your phone as well? It's, dude, it's playing. It's so funny. Everything is playing in my phone except <laughs> this. I mean, it was uh, 500 things just went off. And I don't know what happened. I was hearing there was like some, uh, we watched a UFC fight the other night. And so we had it on my computer. And I think that started playing. So it's just replaying that. And then like a kid YouTube video, my daughter watches all these dumb kid youtube videos that's going that's just another one just right. shooting off in the back <laughs> and it was just nothing that i heard <laughs> uh the last thing that i said was please welcome nate bargazzi so did you hear anything after that <laughs> nate the, the joke would be that that was uh, uh, hours ago i don't know that he can uh, hear you oh no nate can you hear me oh now we've lost nate entirely oh no this is disastrous <sighs> Hey, everybody. Uh, all right. Nate had a little issue. So his phone attacked him or something, uh, which uh, kicked <laughs> uh, us all offline. Uh, now we're back. So uh, we're back. Nate, Nate's here. He's in Nashville. The uh, property uh, races are high because comics are moving there. Uh, that's what we learned. <laughs> There's session musicians. There's a lot going on in Nashville. Um, yeah. Nate, uh, you are. I, I, first of all, you have a new podcast as well. Let's uh, give the title on that and then we'll get uh, past the plugs and all that bullshit. Uh, the Nate Land Podcast. Yeah, we're doing all things comedy, and uh, I do it. Uh, two co, two comics in Nashville: Brian Bates and Aaron Weber. And uh, yeah, it's fun. It's just us talking. I mean, it's just us talking about nothing. So I hope if you're on board with that, if you're, well, it's just you know, <laughs> we're not just on board. Down. We're not just on board with it. We've been doing it. For, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm a big fan. Yeah, <laughs> we invented it. Fan. You son of a bitch. <laughs> We are way, I know you're the one that's in, in, uh, started to pave this whole path for uh, guys like me to come and talk about nothing. So <laughs> well, uh, we owe it to you. You're welcome. And uh, before me, there was uh, morning radio. So it's not. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, and so Nate's got that. Nate's got the special that you certainly got to check out. But Nate, I saw the uh, on the, uh, the Twitter machine that you, I don't know why I had to say it like that, like I'm distancing myself from it. I saw on Twitter, I think it was Twitter. That you are, uh, and I mock Burt Kreischer for doing this, but for some reason I won't mock you. Uh, you're doing the drive-in movie theater shows. I am. We did. I'm actually where I'm at right now, Ridgefield, Connecticut. This is the one we're doing tonight is uh, a tent and chairs in a parking lot. So it will be the closest to a comedy club, you know. But I've done two drive-in theaters. You can mock me for it. I mean, Burt is perfect for them. Yes, he is, because uh, you, you can see him without a shirt from uh, any distance, right? You don't have to be up close for that. No, you can be parked the wrong direction, watch it in the mirror. Rear view mirror. Uh, it's Probably better there. that way. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we I'm doing like, I think, 20 of these dates and it's uh, going around. I mean, it's kind of neat. I Here's how I looked at it. I wanted it to I want to experience all COVID has to offer. I want to hit all the sites. Let me go do the weird shows. Uh -huh. Let me come out of this and we're normal. And in, hopefully we're normal in 10 years. Uh, we're doing comedy underwater. And I'm like, wow, I used to, I would love, I would be like, I miss those drive-in days. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how was the turnout for the, uh, you, you say you've done, you've done two of them. How, uh, how, what's turnout and how does the audience, uh, are they close to each other? Do they wear masks? What, what's, walk me through it. They so the turnout has been we've done good. The turnout's been good where uh, last night was pretty 75 percent full or something. It's like 300 and something cars. Oh, wow. And yeah, it's a lot of cars. And uh, they have all like an area that they can park in. 
And then, so you come with your car and then you sit out in front of the car. Some people are wearing their masks, but some people are not because they're, everybody's kind of spread out. I mean, to drive in and you're, some people just stay in their car and they listen to it on the radio. Uh, and then they sit there. You have people up front, probably 50 feet from you. Uh, and then you, you can know what, Nate, you cut out. That, How many, like, Nate, you can kind of hear them. Yeah, you cut out a little bit. How many feet away are they? Uh, you got people like 50 feet is probably the closest to you, maybe 60, you know. Okay. Yeah. So uh, it's pretty far away. So you can't hear, you can kind of hear them a little bit, but it's definitely weird. I mean, your timing is very weird. Because uh, you're really kind of just, uh, to your point, if you can't really hear them, you're kind of doing it the way that we used to when we were uh, young comics rehearsing in the mirror, right? You're just kind of, you anticipate what the timing will be. Is that uh, what you're doing? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you just kind of, you, you, you know, to say it and then kind of try to keep it at your own pace and then just trust that it's going good. I mean, that's, you know, you, you really wouldn't know if it's good or bad until you see people afterwards be like, Oh, it was great or something. And what, you know, uh, you know, I watch a car drive away early. I mean, that guy, <laughs> Wait, that guy took off you. You're seeing uh, red lights as, uh, as you're doing your act. Yeah. just headlights hit you guys starts it and just pulls out and drives on. You're like, oh, all right. I'm out. I, have a, I have a question about this. Uh, is there is there heckling in this kind of uh, kind of a situation? I have not experienced it. I mean, I, someone could honk and ruin everything. We had another car alarm go off, and that hurt. That ruined a joke. So, uh, you know, you're gonna have stuff like that. You know, they flash their lights. I mean, mine. I'm not a. I, I mean, I I don't. I just kind of do my act. So I'm not a, super engaging and asking for a lot of you know f feedback or stuff like that you know so i like bert i would imagine i mean they're honking probably the whole time <laughs> I, I would imagine non-stop honking and then uh you know he probably takes he probably adds shirts to, so he has more to take off i would imagine from the distance <laughs> yeah. uh they would have to do something uh bert kreischer one of the nicest human beings i've ever met in my entire life but what is he like not wearing a shirt on stage <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's his thing. He's doing it. So yeah, I don't know how that falls under the heading of comedy, but uh, <laughs> good for him and his uh, 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 big audience. Um, <laughs> put a shirt on, is what I'm saying, dickhead. Um, uh, and then tonight's in a tent. Uh, so just like a, a regular show, uh, really, like almost like a corporate gig, outdoor corporate gig. Uh, but hopefully they're yep. going to be distanced and so on and so forth, so you don't feel uh, uh, unsafe. Yeah, yeah, they are. And they got them, sit, you know, you sit with with your group, I guess you came with, and then everybody spread out. And we did another one in New Jersey, in Monmouth Park, where uh, they, they did the same thing. It's tables that are all spread out, and people, like, book the table. So if you have two people, you get a two-table or four, mm -hmm. and then everybody's spread out, and you're all outside, and there was no tent over them. But that was uh, an amazing show. So, yeah. I mean, they're starting to, people are figuring it out. Good for you. And, and do you have an opening act on this thing or is it just an evening with Nate Bargetze? No, I have two opening acts. I do do that. I play a video on the driving skin, driving screen. My dad's a magician. He does a trick on the, the that we filmed. And so we show that as well. And uh, so we yeah, have, but I have two people and I, I think one back leg, I'll have three. I mean, you definitely want help. I mean, you don't want to be out there for an hour and 20 minutes. I mean, I, I'm trying to get an hour and then that's, 
That's that's good. You're that's like, it. all right, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go around the horn. Nate Bargatze is here to get the new podcast called Nate Land. I think I got that title right. Um, yep. And it's just, from what I understand, Matt, it's just guys talking. Yeah. It's just guys talking about whatever they want to talk about, like a lot of nothing. I think, uh, I don't think there's a future in that. I think you should have a structure. I don't. You should have a yeah, format. Yeah. Yeah. It should be highly produced. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. It should be highly produced with every moment. Uh, structured so that's what i recommend i i don't like this fly by the seat of your pants stuff i like to have an outline and hit those bullet points uh but good luck to you nate with this fly by your seat bullshit that you're gonna try good luck on that (laughs) i mean you know give it a go i look i encourage people not to listen so (laughs) uh well you don't have to twist my arm i'm out Uh, (laughs) in fact i'm not gonna lie to you i was at i was at your show in jersey i was the guy that was peeling away that was me kicking up rocks with my back tires i couldn't get out of there quick enough i i felt stupid i was fooled by the magic trick and i said i'm out and then yeah so the magician's not here and that's what people get mad about so he's not here you're like no 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 (laughs) we just show youtube videos that's the live show is just youtube videos smart yeah um uh uh all right let me go around the horn oh first i gotta give you the topic here's the topic and oliver and matt don't we have a a theme song for this now oh shoot yes we do but i i failed to uh cue it up so give me one sec okay i'll check it out we actually have two we have two different theme songs oh oh and uh i one of them is from our friend daryl asher i want to play the other one or maybe i should just play them both what do you guys think uh your call hey you know what play one now and then play one when i go around to get uh, for the answers okay there you go uh here we go let me uh, i have to tap to download i guess Okay. See, and again, Nate, I know this is all scripted. This not being prepared for this. This is yeah. scripted. This isn't us being just sitting down with our buddies talking like you're trying to fucking do. If I this is this a is a structure. I need. That's yeah. exactly right. If I had had this, we fought up. over that download line. Yeah. Like for an hour. Yeah. Some people said that no one downloads music anymore. It's all streaming. I was like, yeah, but this is how it works. You get get the email and then you have to download the file. All right. Here we go. Ready? All right. Here we go. I agree with that song. <laughs> First of all, so give it up to Tyler Brubaker for sending that in. Thank you, Tyler, for sending that in. And and for doing a, a remarkably good uh, Elvis Costello impression, I'd say. Was it a bad one? <laughs> it sounds like it sounded like Elvis Costello to me. Do you think that he got Elvis Costello to do that vocal? Maybe. I mean, I think Elvis Costello is a fun guy. He likes comedy. So uh, maybe he uh, was willing to do it. He showed up there on that Larry Sanders show. He gets it. What was that weird game show that he was on? Uh, was he on it? What was the? What was it? I? Was it from England? Is it that know. one? There was. I just remember a wheel. There was a wheel that you had to spin. Oh man, Garen, look I that up if that. you could. Garen will look that up. It was like on VH1, maybe. Price is right. What yeah. is that yes. basic of it? <laughs> 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 yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. Price is right. Yeah, he hosts spectacular does. spinning songbook. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that being the title, but. 
I like the idea of Nate being right, where it's just Elvis Costello, come on down, <laughs> or, or Declan McManus, come on down. And he just comes running down, and everybody's got to pretend like it's we don't know who it is. <laughs> I'm just here on vacation with my family. <laughs> oh, okay. Do you think he would be good at The Price is Right? I feel like... Do I, th- I, I think he'd be one of the best. Really? Cause you don't think he'd be good at The Price is Right? I feel like celebrities I mean, have no sense of what things cost, because oh, that's a good they point. don't go shopping. A gallon how, how much is milk? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. A gallon of milk. Or seventeen dollars and twenty three cents. <laughs> yeah. Or he only has like the British prices. Like he, that's useless to to a for an American game show. Yeah. So at the, what you're saying then is Nate's guess was horrible. That was a horrible <laughs> guess. Though. No, no. I mean, he could have hosted the British version of the Prices Right. That would have been interesting. No. What it looks like it is is that he he did it during his shows. He did do that during his shows where oh, he would spin it, and that. then that would be yeah. the uh, oh. the song. And that, he would play. That's what he would play, right? Had a, yeah. Yeah, a twenty-foot wheel, possibly reclaimed from the prices, right? Oh, and the names oh. of songs from Costello back catalog. That's okay. fun. I guess that's See, all. He had audience members come up and spin the wheel, and they would, yeah. yeah. I'd like to think then, based on that, to get that kind of fun. There's no doubt that he did the vocal on this uh, Oliver trivia song. <laughs> there's no doubt in my mind. I've got my answer. That's all I needed to hear. So I've I've had that since since I got that email. I've had that in my head for three days. <laughs> ah. <laughs> so catchy. <laughs> Uh, well, thank you, Tyler, for uh, for that. All right, here's your topic, guys. And again, Nate, you're putting uh, you're writing down anywhere between zero and twenty five points. You don't reveal that until I ask you. Uh, your topic: bring on the books, bring on the books, bring on the books. That's your that's your topic. Bring on the books. I don't know what that means necessarily. I'll write down my bet based on that. Um. Mm. And uh, Nate, if, if, if anything's on our side, uh, I will not get this. Garen will come close. Elliot might get it, and Matt will get it. So that's yeah. the fun that we have here. <laughs> okay. Um, Nate gets is here. Nate, does uh, take a time uh, away from uh, golf? Well, I'm trying to, yeah, I do golf a lot. I'm trying to find something to write on. Uh, use, to... Paper? What, what are you guys doing in Nashville these days? I'm in Connecticut. Oh, that's right. You're in Connecticut. So maybe paper is uh, uh, hard to find. I have a paper towel. I feel like, you know, my in-laws live in Connecticut. I I feel like I should text them and say, like, if you can get to Ridgefield, when does the show start? Uh, I think it's 530. Oh, God. It's only for older people. My comedy's for older people. Dude, do (laughs) I love the idea of a 530 show? Oh, I love it. I think the audience likes it. Like, I think you people are like, oh, I'm done at seven. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, go have some dinner. Yeah, it's great. I uh, I worked a club once where they said, "Hey, we're thinking about doing a six o'clock instead of the ten thirty. Yes, like like I couldn't. They didn't even finish their their question, and I was all in. Yes, of course, I would rather six and eight than eight yeah. and ten thirty. Like, let's get out of here. Nine, we're done by nine thirty. Wonderful. That's a win. Two shows in and out. Yeah. Done. That's back in the days where we performed indoors. We would do we'd do shows indoors back at one point, Matt. Oh, what? That's crazy. Yeah, you'd walk into like a bar or a tavern and there'd be a ceiling and people would sit very close to each other and you would perform on a stage not that far from them. Those days are gone. Yeah. That sounds like Now these guys are doing them out in a field. Yeah. What, Matt? And Elliot? I was saying that sounds extremely unpleasant, Jimmy. Oh, it's awful. Yeah, I'm surprised uh, surprised people wanted to do it. Like, uh, I would think that people would be hesitant to go inside of a building just to watch comedy. I think you're misunderstanding the language, Jimmy. I don't think that that's what people were doing. No, I was was one of the performers. I know exactly what was happening. We would stand Mm. on the stage, and Nate's a performer, too. We would be not literally, not sometimes not even six inches from the audience. Oh, disgusting. I know. I now you have to sit on stage. <laughs> he's, had, he, he's been so successful, he's got stage. him on stage. Yeah. 
They were only we were so small we needed them on stage. Oh, but, I see. Different story. That yeah. will that will probably someday seem crazy to be like because I you know there's I've been to many US, uh, UCB shows where they probably were breaking uh, fire code <laughs> violations, but people were sitting on the stage like uh, I I was five feet from the performers uh, sitting cross-legged. That's that's probably yeah. not going to happen anymore. When we did yeah. those match games at the UCB and I would literally have to step over people to get to the other part of the stage, uh, it's insane. And uh, I mean, I'm with you, Matt. We're probably never going to get back to that. Although I'm, I'm told we're going to have a vaccine before the election. Good luck, everybody. All right, here we go. Uh, all right, everybody wrote down their their guess or not their guess, their number. They've written down number. their number. Yes. All right, Nate Bargatze. Nate, how often are you golfing, Nate? Uh, I try to golf, I mean, every day. But I was at home during this COVID. I'm, yeah, I got kind of crazy. I mean, so I didn't lose my mind because uh, we had nothing to do, you know. Right. So I was trying to put that somewhere, and uh, so I, yeah, I play a lot. And you were you're a good golfer to begin with, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. And I would imagine playing every day has only improved your game. It's gotten better. Yeah, it's uh, so it's it's fun. Golf's a wonderful sport. It's a great sport. I think uh, for kids to learn, you're out there by yourself. If something goes wrong, it's your fault. You got to figure it out. It's a good lesson. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what are you shooting these days, Nate? Uh, I'm shooting uh, 70s. Do you play? A little? Yeah. You play quite a bit, right? Yeah. No, I'll shoot. Not, I'm, uh, it used to be quite a bit. Not oh, so much anymore. But uh, they, uh, I'm like a, between a three and four handicap. So I'll shoot 70s. Oh, you're you very know, good. You're 80. Right. You know. Wow, my uh, my uh, my thing is Nate. I will shoot ninety two, no matter what the course is. You put me on, uh, yeah. you put me on winged foot. I'm going to shoot ninety two. You put me on a par three. I'm going to uh, shoot ninety two. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why. That just seems to be it. Yeah. Uh, if I'm having a good day, maybe an eighty eight. If I'm having a bad day, maybe a hundred and two. But mostly ninety two. And it's crazy when it's good doing. though. It's listen. You get out there. You enjoy the fresh air. You have you have some laughs with yeah. your buddies. That's what I look forward to. Yeah. Uh, all right. Here's your question. Here's your trivia question. Uh, again, bring on the books is your topic. Get ready. And when I, I do not reveal these, of course, till I ask you for your answer. The question is, what book was banned in China for suggesting that animals? I don't know what this word is. Oh, talk. God, my son just I, I, I literally need him to type these. These are it's horrible. What book was banned in China for suggesting that animals can talk just like humans? What book was banned in China for suggesting that animals can talk just like humans? Uh, Boy, so write down your answer. There's here. a few options on. here. Yeah. I, uh, I, I feel like... Uh, don't think that was it, though. Oh, boy. I've got a... I, you know what? I'm changing my answer. I'm changing my answer. I, I think I got a... Uh, Oh, I'm very happy with I'm very happy with my answer for the first time in the history of this trivia game. I'm very handsome. I'm very handsome. You are very handsome. Keep that. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. I don't know how that affects play. It's, it's the glasses. They really compliment your face. Thank you very much. And again, I got these just on. These were on Amazon. These came in a package of five reading glasses for about nine ninety nine. I want to say mm, they're very nice. They got uh, got a dark rim. Uh, one of them has a blue tint. One has a red tint. But I like these clear ones. I might have to uh, buy more of these because I don't. If I lose these. Uh, I've lost everything. <laughs> um, but, um, Nate, are you at the 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 point in your life where you have to use reading glasses? I'm. Uh, I had uh, LASIK. 
Okay. Uh, I'm 41, so uh, I'm probably close. You're close. They say LASIK should be fine, but reading could uh, will will go. So, but uh, I'm, I'm right now. I'm I've, I'm solid. Good. Enjoy I will it. tell you, Nate, that I had LASIK eye surgery probably 20 years ago. Um, and I still need reading glasses. I probably need a little touch up. I probably have to go in and get a little, uh, little touch up on the uh, LASIK on my right eye. That's this mm. one. Um, all right, let's go around the horn. Let's check in with everybody. There's Garen Cockrell, the Never Not Funny Weather Desk, sponsored by PopCultureBeast.com and DogPile.com. Uh, Garen, what's the weather looking like up there? I, I, apparently, it's nice today, but tomorrow and, and Wednesday, it's going to get boiling hot here in Los Angeles. Here in uh, North Sherman Oaks, Jimmy, we have 91 degrees. Oh, it already is getting hot then. 91 yeah. uh, degrees. Uh, always fun to find that out. Uh, fun. <laughs> I may not know what the word fun means. Um, yeah, Garen, what happened over the weekend? What did you What did you and your buddies do? Uh, I watched some movies, um, some weird stuff. Weird, weird stuff. Uh, yeah? Jimmy, you like- love disaster movies. I have a secret love of shark movies. I don't know if you share that. I do like a shark movie. I like uh, whether it be a good or a bad shark movie. I like a shark movie. I got my hands on the Holy Grail of shark movies. I don't know if you guys can see this. Jaws five. Jaws, Jaws five. five. Put it in the middle. Put it in the middle. Cruel Jaws. Wait, uh, what? Yeah, it's an Italian uh, complete ripoff. It's horrible, but it's also amazing. Uh, it's. They called it Jaws 5 in Japan, which is completely illegal because it's, it's not illegal. related to Jaws at all. But it's about a Navy. The Navy loses a shark that they designed to kill people, and it goes on a rampage. Great, <laughs> great fun. I love it. Is, is it subtitled? No, it's, it's, it's an Italian director who came here, shot it in South Florida or wherever. So it's got... There's some spots where, the, where the, they did ADR, and it's like completely off it's like 30 seconds later the dialogue pops up after the guy talks wow but it's it's stupid stupid fun but you you enjoyed it that's all that matters oh yeah yeah i enjoyed the hell out of it cruel what's it called cruel shoes cruel is it jaws. named after the c martin movie or the book <laughs> cruel jaws <laughs> cruel jaws cruel jaws uh all right you watch that uh, there with your roommates what'd you do you go splash around in the tub afterwards oh no i watched that i'm by myself and then i also watched have you heard of pandemonium I don't think I have, no. It's a slasher spoof that's got Carol Kane, uh, Tom Smothers, Phil Hartman, Paul Rubens. It's stacked with cast. And? And? Terrible. Yeah. That's uh, Danielle's thing. Whenever we're looking for something, a movie to watch, like on Netflix or something, and you'll go, look, look at the, look who's all in this. It's got Tom Hanks, and it's got this guy, it's got this guy, and this woman, and this. And she's always like, if you haven't heard of it with that cast, you know that thing sucks. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it's it's crazy. It's it's another so bad is good, but it's it's pretty it's pretty bad. It is. Um, uh, well, we wish you luck, Aaron, finding better movies in the future. Uh, oh yeah, so, gotta, sounds like you had a rough choices. weekend. <laughs> uh, yes, you got to make better choices. Uh, Garen Cocker, of course, celebrating his uh, eighth year with us as uh, our six-month intern. Um, Garen, what uh, do you have a guess on this? Bring on the books. I'm st- struggling between two. My gut wants me to go with one specifically, but my heart wants to go with a different one. Yes. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to go with Charlotte's Web. All right, Ooh. Charlotte's Web. That's got that talking spider on it. Her name is Charlotte, right? If I'm not mistaken, the one that we uh, so. weaves that web. Yeah. Uh, what's the name of the pig? That's got that thing's got her name, right? Mm-hmm. Wilbur. 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 That's Wilbur. right. Wilbur. What oh, boy? Did, 
why I sobbed like an idiot when I saw that movie the first time, that uh, the animated movie as a child. Oh, boy, did I cry. I cried and jumped into my mother's arms. What about the live action one in the mid 90s? That one weirded me out, I want to say. <laughs> it's the one with like Julia Roberts is is the voice, I think. I right? think you're right. Is that right? Right? Was it was it made for television? No, it was in theaters. I think I saw it, it in the theater. Yeah, it was wow. L- Dakota Fanning, right? Yep. Dakota Fanning's in it. Yeah. Mm. It was also 2006. What? Yep. <laughs> oh my god, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> well, what am I thinking of? <laughs> Babe? <laughs> I maybe you're, you're like why were you at that movie? Then? Like, yeah. like, that's that's a year that you're like I definitely should have been in that movie. I shouldn't have been that, in 2006. Yeah. I shouldn't have been in that movie. Wait, wait Karen, uh, hold on. Charlotte's Web, 2006. Yeah, that's before the kids were born, Matt. And again, and, and little, after uh, I would just see every movie, like like in the 90s, I worked in a movie theater and I would just see everything. So that would have explained why I would have seen it then. Huh? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's, not, there's not another charlotte's web not that i can see damn it's the 73 cartoon yeah that's right. the one that's, that's, it. A, that's that aforementioned one that made me sob and jump into my mother's arms <laughs> yeah what uh right you cry at the end of charlotte's web right? i can't remember a single thing about it but yeah. i yeah well i don't, I don't I want to spoil anything that, right? but there's 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 uh, some death yeah uh all right well garen we wish you a lot of luck with that charlotte's web guess uh we'll see how that plays uh against everybody else i have, I have a feeling we're going to be going to uh to the wages wagers wagers uh and wages i think uh we're going to look at everybody's pay stub i think that's the best way to handle this here today um uh all right well garen good luck thank you sir uh sorry wait i feel like there was something else that i needed to ask you about garen was there something else that uh was brought uh, up on the... i don't think so all right no, oh, good luck. I thought I saw something on Twitter that uh, uh, somebody said, hey, remember this when Jimmy asks what you did over the weekend, but maybe I made that up. Oh, somebody did say that. What was that? Yeah. Oh, I remember. I went skydiving. If I know <laughs> how you fucking remember your weekend. Uh, Nate, Garen uh, will uh, very often not remember the important stuff he did during the weekend. So I'll go, hey, what happened this weekend? And we got to hear about these shitty fucking movies that he's seen. And then he'll go, oh, that's right. Yeah, I went and dove into a volcano. Like, and <laughs> doesn't uh, remember a lot. Well, Garen, if you think of it, uh, raise your hand. All right, I will. All right, let's uh, check in with the phone man. He's over there at uh, Video Village in Palms, California. That's Elliot Hochberg. Uh, why are Whoa. you the phone man? Why yeah. did that happen? Yeah, what does that mean? Uh, it was just uh, one one of the uh, isolation files. I had uh, a bunch of phones in the background, and uh, then you call me the phone man, and uh, I like that. So I do see, like calling you the phone man. I think that's fun to call you. You also and did we, get a, a lot of phone calls a couple weeks ago. Maybe it was last week on the show. Yeah, yeah. There was a there was yeah. So I guess yeah. that makes sense. All right, good. but uh, I I found that that with the with the Zoom thing, I can actually much more easily go and pick from past. <laughs> From past uh, titles, I think. Garen, do you did you figure it out? Garen, did you figure it out? Yeah, I went <laughs> went to Santa Barbara. Dude, what the fuck is the matter with you? <laughs> I don't know. You just spent five minutes talking about Jaws. <laughs> Let me tell you how excited I was to watch that movie. <laughs> it completely erased everything else I did. Yes, William and I went to Santa Barbara just for a quick jaunt because I've never been there. Uh, it was dark by the time we got there so we just had sushi and then walked to the end of the pier and back and that's about it so uh nothing too exciting happened which is probably why i didn't oh, okay. think about yeah, it all right yeah but, but yeah, at least to santa barbara still you know, in the middle of a covid in a pandemic you think you'd remember going somewhere yeah but you know why because it was just it, it, it was it i i 
I don't know. I, I don't know. You'd think so, but so so. Yeah. How'd that sushi work? Did you, it was takeout, and you just ate it on the beach or something. It was out. We was like it was like downtown Santa Barbara is like kind of like downtown Santa Monica. It's the like same out, outdoor thing. seating. Yeah, and they had outdoor seating and everything. It was gotcha. It was late enough that there weren't a lot of people, and mm-hmm. uh, it wasn't. I'm, you know, I don't know. Man. I felt. I'm still not comfortable the doing time. that. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, so how, so the sushi just went. You pushed it through the mask. <laughs> Yeah, if that, you just if you just cut a little slit in it, you just have to just do this, and you can just so insert gross. the sushi through the yeah. slit in the mask, and then just fold it over. You'll be fine. Nothing yeah, to man. worry about. That's what I do when I'm eating that puss. All right, now listen. Come on, uh, well, come on. That's good stuff. Keep your mask on. Pandemic. <laughs> what? Um, uh, Nate, don't do any of that on that new podcast of yours. Let's keep it clean. Let's keep it above board. Uh, <laughs> Nate, are you in the green room at the venue that you're performing in, or where are you at right now? We're doing a show full inside. No, uh, I'm in. Yes, they sanitize these. They just have these like dressing rooms so we could because I'm on a tour bus. So we're I'm just staying on this bus and then they sanitize the room and stuff. You wear your mask inside to get in. I'm now alone. And, uh, you know, so. All right. Because I I can't tell. Is that a is that a steamer thing behind you that you'd hang your little jacket on and steam if you wanted to? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Yep. But, you know, it's outside. We're not, I'm not doing all that stuff, you know. I, well, you know what? You still, I still like to see you wrinkle-free. I don't care if you're inside or out. Let's, uh, you show up with wrinkles. I'm going to uh, write that in my Yelp review. That's true. I'm not a fan of wrinkles either. Uh, but, yeah, I've been wearing a jacket. I zip it up. So, you know, it gets chilly. I understand. At night, so. <laughs> it sure does. Yeah. Are you, uh, eating at, are you eating at restaurants on the road, Nate, or you get food delivered to you? How's that work? We're getting uh, a lot of it delivered to the bus and then we just eat it on the bus. And then last night, the place had a grill on the guy grilled burgers. Well, and so we nice. got that. But they have some of these restaurants are open. I mean, they, it's all, they all, like, we went in, we did go to one because we were on Cape Cod. And they have uh, plexiglass between the table. You're sitting like a table distance and there's plexiglass all kind of around you. Hmm. Uh, I like that. I think, yeah. I think I, I think yeah, it was, I was nice. Yeah, it's, uh, what, uh. Uh, Matt, he was mentioning his tour bus. Uh, do you know anything about the wheels on that bus? Uh, I'm being told they're, they're going around and round. Thank you very much. Okay. Keep me posted if you know anything else about that bus. I understand the wipers have something to do. And uh, that driver's got a lot to say, doesn't he? <laughs> Get on back. Yeah, that guy's, uh, I don't like the way he's rude. Uh, right? I know where to go. You don't have to yeah, remind me. It's like uh, Nate hired him to drive the bus for this tour. You'd think he'd right. be a little more polite about it. But he's, he's just like, Get good. on back. He says, get on back. And he, and he says, I will say he does have some nice rhythm the way he says it, though. Sure. Um, as a reminder, the rhythm is going to get you when tonight. Uh, Elliot, anything happened over the weekend uh, in Palms, California? Did you go to Hawaii and, uh, <laughs> that you wanted to talk about or did you watch a movie? <laughs> I, I don't have a lot of excitement uh, uh, from this weekend. I will tell you the, the one thing that happened. I mean, I, I use the word happened. It's probably a strong word. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> but for my birthday. Uh, I ordered myself a new trash can. Happy birthday, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Good for you. You know what? Exactly. That's that's exciting, though. I I get excited when you, even if you buy something stupid like that, it's exciting. And it it came in this giant box because it's, it's not a, it's not a giant trash can, but it's a, it's an, it's, it's a side by side. It's got two. Yes. Keep talking. Keep talking. (laughs) (laughs) And so, so it's, you know, it's, uh, I don't know. I can't show you how wide, but it's. And so the box is wider, so it actually looked like I was getting like 
an appliance of some sort. Did you, uh, uh, Elliot? Is it a foot activated or is it a yes, wave it your hand activated? It's a foot. I went. I went. Uh, I did not go high tech. I mm-hmm. like to keep my trash low tech. God yeah, blame. trash don't need uh, sensors. That's that's too much. Plus, plus when you do that, it kind of goes. Yeah, <laughs> the the foot pedal. I, I I've had them break, but over after years of use, but it works. Let's not mess with uh, the with foot success. pedal. Is uh, tried and true. Yeah. Yep. And I got a uh, spot that it fits right in, right right across from the kitchen door. So when I'm doing my stuff, I can just. It was the reason I was having a trash can in my kitchen, and that was getting in the way. Mm-hmm. But there's a spot right on the other side of my door, opposite the kitchen. I could just go right over there. It's it's right there. It's ready to go. Very convenient. <laughs> Nate has like a look it. on his face like he's deciding if he yeah. wants to cancel his own podcast. <laughs> no, I, well, if I wanted is, to change. Is it, I guess we do talk about some stuff. <laughs> 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 a little prep uh, isn't too bad. For the record, I mean, a little happens. <laughs> for the record, I I also agree that this is nothing. I think yeah. it's a big it's a big deal. It's a big day. Uh, but I would ask you to please because uh, I'm having trouble picturing where you put that trash can. Can you send me the blueprints of your apartment so that I can have the layout and so I know exactly where that trash is going? You've got one of those sure. 360 cameras. Give us a virtual yeah. tour of the trash can. I would like sure. to see where that goes. Uh, I do like the side by side. I've never been. Uh, more jealous of uh, you in my life. Uh, <laughs> and yes, I could leave this podcast right now. I would have that me on and one up you, but I won't. I'll let you have this. I, we don't Thank have that you, either. And I guess it's because I always feel like that that recycling side is going to fill up too fast. But mm-hmm. we so we just have a bin next to our trash for recycling. And then that fills up too fast. So what's the difference? Why don't I just do it? I I'm with you. I and I have the same argument with myself every single time that like, well, that's going to fill up too fast. But that's going to be a pain in the ass. But then we have two and the same. So maybe it's because it, like putting like a cardboard box into that shape of a trash right. doesn't make sense. It just does. It's not going to work. Got to fold yeah, I don't, it up. I don't, I don't use it for. I use it mostly for uh, for bags. Bags will go in that. Uh, still bags from like uh, vegetables or mm-hmm. you know that sort of thing. Uh, and uh, cardboard cardboard doesn't go in there. That's, I don't put the boxes big. in there either. My wife tries to put the cardboard boxes in there, and it uh, that takes up everything. Then there's no room for everything else. So yeah. keep that aside. I mean, if you have like a, like I, I get like pot pies, you get a cardboard box from a frozen pot pie and you can squish that up. And you can throw that in there. As a reminder, Jimmy Pardo classic, uh, pot pie is just soup of the roof. That's a Jimmy Pardo <laughs> classic right there. You're welcome. It's like ice fishing guys, except there's no fish and there's no ice. So think before you speak. Um, by the way, somebody, uh, some guy on Facebook, uh, Quoted that joke, uh, said pot pie is just soup of the roof and, uh, got 133,000 shares out of it. Did he, did, did he credit did, you? Did not give me credit. In fact, our buddy Matt Fugate said, hey, look at this guy ripping off your act. And uh, I, uh, he got more shares than I get when I uh, say anything. Well, and that guy was Dane Cook. Yeah, yeah I probably should point that out. Uh, he took my essence. What, um, uh, Elliot, do you have a guess on the book thing here? I do. I have, I have two. I'm going to go with my original gut feeling but the reason why i think it's probably wrong even though i'm going to still say it is that i think there are plenty of other reasons why china would ban this book I but i'm going to go with animal farm yeah that was that's yeah. i crossed animal farm out and then to write down what i wrote down that was my uh, other guess yeah i think there's the two guesses right animal farm and well there uh, is another one oh, let's not reveal what that is yet bargazzi hasn't opened up his mouth yet yeah <laughs> right look at him right uh, now. Do not I do yet, no, not uh, yet, Nate. You just keep dreaming about uh, uh, chipping and putting. Just go back to thinking about being out there with the wind in your 
Uh, 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 I'm going to play tomorrow. What are you going to uh, play with? Uh, Columbus. So I'm friends with Jason Day. And so I'm playing with him tomorrow in uh, Columbus, Ohio. You're we're playing with PGA great Jason Day? I am. Uh, we got to be friends with him. And it's very fun uh, to get a, you know, I mean, to play with someone that good. Uh, it's awesome. So we go play. Uh, we're stopping in to Columbus because our driver has to, we can make it from Connecticut to there in the allotted time. And then we will have a, a little stop there and I'll go play with him and then go head back to nashville well that's exciting right you're gonna get out there on the oh, yeah. probably a nice course too right probably a jason day uh allowed in yeah. course the double eagle it's a it's top 100 course it's a private course in columbus and uh they have no tee times and they average five rounds a day so nobody's out there jesus wow wow so you're gonna have the place to yourself you're gonna walk it you take a cart what do you do with the jason day they take a cart if you ever play with the guys that have to walk for a living they they don't want to do it alone. Right, that makes sense. Um, well, well, have fun. That sounds great. Have you played that course yeah. before? I have. Yes, you have played just for his turn. I met him through his uh, like charity event, mm-hmm. and that's how we kind of became friends. So I played it just in a scramble format, uh, never you know straight up. So I'm gonna give. Yeah, it's all, it'll be exciting. Well, you're a good. You know, have you done? Obviously, you have, Nate, because your your score is. Uh, have you been the celebrity in a uh, like in a pro am? Have you been the the uh, there's four guys and then you're the, the celebrity for the day yes i've done a bunch of, i've never done a big one i mean i'm trying i want to do that at&t that's the you know i think the mecca to get to, into that as a golfer uh but yeah i've done the most of but i mean i did them i mean people don't know like i had a guy so I, I host a festival in my town for my high school i didn't go to college my only alumni is my high school so i we do a thing it's called the nate bargetsy uh golf tournament and this guy comes up to me and just goes, "What's up, man? You still you still doing comedy?" He's at a festival called after me. <laughs> like I somehow got it, not being in comedy. Like I just was like, "Nah, I left comedy, but I'm in real estate now, and I've got my own festival." He just didn't believe it. He's like, "Are you still bouncing around?" I'm like, "Yeah, you know, I poke around here and there." <laughs> Oh, God. And then you took an iron out of your bag and hit him across the fucking nose. Because, oh, oh what a dickhead. Um, love it. The Nate Bargetsy. Is it the Nate Bargetsy Comedy Festival? Is that the name of the year? No, no. It's a, it's a, it's a golf tournament. It's a golf tournament for my high school. Right, Just then. a tournament. Yeah. I, I conflated two different things. My apologies to you and yours. Uh, and that guy. You know what? I'm going to apologize to that guy, too. You know yeah. what? I'm beginning to think he was right. There's hey. no evidence. There's no evidence you're, you're doing comedy. None. I get it. I'm yeah. on board with what he said. I love uh, it. I was taking a picture with the kid too that was excited to meet me. It was right? a world of the whole thing was just wonderful. Just to, like that's what comedians have to deal with is one person super excited and the other person questions if you did you keep going? Right. That's what he asked. <laughs> God, there was said there's nothing as I said when I finally did the Tonight Show with Jay Leno. I was just grateful that I could shut all those people up. They were like, you still doing it? I go, yeah, I'm still doing it. Ever do the Tonight Show? No. Well, keep trying. And even though my Tonight Show sucked wind, man, <laughs> I could say, uh, you ever do the Tonight Show? Yes. Oh, great. Then that ends that fucking conversation. So, yeah. uh, I, boy, do I get it, Nate. Oh, do I get it. Uh, Nate Bargetsy is here. I'm going to say Bargetsy now. I feel like I'm part of the family that I could say at the incorrect. Oh, we'd love to have you. <laughs> oh, thank you, Nate. Love yeah. to do it. Let me know when that golf tournament is in 2022. I'm already happy to come down to Nashville and do it. Come on down. You can play. If you ever come to Nashville, you can play with me where I'll take you out. 
Um, uh, we're just going to play socially distance. You play a whole head of me, and then uh, we'll get out there. Well, it seems like uh, that's too distant. seems like we're not uh, doing it at all together. I'd like to go down two hmm. holes. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. All right. Yeah. Wow. I guess yeah. you want to keep going, Jim? I think, yeah. yeah. Are you cool if we just don't do it at all yeah. and I just play 18 in front of you? That's three holes. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we got we got one for Animal Farm. We got one for Charlotte's Web. Yeah. Matt, I got to guess. I assume you're guessing Charlotte's Web. That's uh, based no, on. No, no. You're I, going I, Animal Farm? I'm going Animal, animal Farm because it was my first thought. And then I thought, well, it could be Charlotte's Web. And I thought about what Elliot said. I had that same thought about, well, there's plenty of other reasons why they would ban it. But uh, I guess I decided maybe they were banning it for a lot of reasons. But that what they publicly stated the reason was, was that it was because the animals were talking, even though it was right. probably more political. Uh, and, and mostly I just want to go with my first thought because it could be either. It could be something else. It could be... Uh, you know, I don't know. There's lots of books with animals talking, isn't there? I mean, there's all. Uh, well, there's that Mr. Ed. That was a, they made that into a TV show. That's right. <laughs> so there's that. I, I've now got two other options in my head. Oh, is that right? Yeah. What about you ever see Cruel Jaws? I hear the shark might talk in that <laughs> with an Italian accent. <laughs> wow. That's an Italian shark. What do you think? Maybe it's the novelization of Mr. Jaws, that song. Professor. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> Mr. Jaws. That's on Jimmy Barry. Jimmy's Records and Tapes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the very first episode, 1975. Season two, right around the corner. Man, probably not till November, but good luck to everybody. Um... <laughs> Matt, anything happened over the weekend? Anything uh, fun? The family do anything? Uh, we went swimming again in our boy. weird uh, situation where we get our own section of a pool. Uh, the public pool is sectioned off and we get to splash around for 45 minutes. I love it. Uh, yeah, that's great. Uh, even though I, I don't, I love to, I love to have something to do, honestly. And it's fun to like, this, we, we finally realized, hey, we should bring like a ball to throw around or something with the kids. Um but I always feel horrible after I swim in a pool. It's like it messes up my sinuses, my face, even though it's not like it's not from the sun, but it's something about the chlorine just makes my face feel like everything's like I've been burnt or like I've been. I don't know what it is. Hmm. It's uh, but I, I still do it because I want to <laughs> I want to have something to do. Yeah. And uh, uh, so that was the big excitement of the weekend. Yeah. Oh, that sounds great. You get the kids out there. You splash around a little bit. You get uh, your chlorine uh, allergy acts up. Mm-hmm. And uh, you think I'm allergic I, to chlorine? Is that what it is? That's what it sounded like to me. And I'm, but I should tell you this: I am not an expert in this topic. I mean, uh, it, this. It, it's either that, or it's just like being going underwater and getting it up your nose is just aggravating to to your sinuses, no matter what, right? I had yeah. a buddy that was in a high school, and his teacher put a garden hose up his nose. <laughs> what? Oh no! Was, yeah. I, oh my God! Was this uh, it, but back in New York, right? Uh, yeah, back in New York. I want to. I want to even say maybe Brooklyn. I want to say I, I'm not 100 sure, but my buddy had. Uh, he had Gabe Cotter as a, as a teacher, and apparently he would mouth off, and he would go, hey, up your nose with a rubber hose. And they would say garden hose sometimes. They would have some fun with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds, uh, I mean, you wouldn't get away with that these days, I'll tell you that. Well, you, well, you know what, though? He was teaching a bunch of misfits, so these guys, they needed yeah. to be handled like this. I think uh, I think in the modern day, uh, they, they would, those guys would have been considered uh, special needs, maybe? or uh, I, don't <laughs> I don't know if they would have. I don't know if they were <laughs> I don't know. special <laughs> needs kids. Remedial, perhaps? Remedial, maybe? Yeah. I, thought, I guess they were remedial then. They needed, really? they, but they, that you want, you don't, uh, you don't, you don't yell at them for being stupid. <laughs> I do. That's the only way to get through to those people. You yell at them. No, they just need. Well, to. but don't you think that the part of it is just because he had to go back to where he came from before? That had a lot to do, but, but they welcomed him back though. We know that. Yeah. I just realized that's basically like AP bio is basically welcome back Cotter. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's weird. Uh, but flip flops because those kids are geniuses. 
Oh, that's right? true. Have you watched the new season of AP Bio, by the way? We we don't we can't get Peacock. We uh, the what do you mean the Fire Stick uh, is not allowing oh, it. Oh no! I'll tell you what. It's weird as hell. This new season. It's like. Uh, it's like they've completely, it, you know, like it was on NBC, got canceled. Then they were like, all right, we're going to bring it back and put it on Peacock. And it was almost like the writers were like, okay, well, if that's what it's going to be, we're going to just like make this show a fucking fever dream. Like nothing makes really? any sense anymore. There's a character, actually our friend Lyric Lewis, her, her, her character, and maybe her in real life is pregnant and uh it takes them like five episodes to even address it she's just like super pregnant for five episodes well you, matt there's it's sometimes you say are you pregnant and then the person isn't pregnant and then you're it's an uncomfortable conversation well, so maybe I, they they had to fork that out for five to maybe five maybe they didn't know and they didn't want to say yeah. anything and it was just yeah. everyone was just on on eggshells the whole time you you go ask her we gotta know we gotta write it into the script i'm not asking her but <laughs> right? yeah it's uh, there's a there's a whole episode where you find out the janitor is a is a secret uh well, wait, don't tell us. I want to see it. We're going to, okay. okay. Hopefully they're going to, uh, Oliver, Oliver's never been more excited about a show coming back and he's, uh, he's bummed out that we can't get it yet on the fire stick. Well, they're working he, out uh, the, the uh, details. If, 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 if push comes to shove, he could watch it on his iPad or something. Uh, that's true. Uh, uh but I, I, I will say, uh, look forward to Ron Funches as the janitor. Very funny. Okay. I will do that. Uh, Ron's got a smiley face. We welcome him. <laughs> <laughs> right he's always smiling ron funches is always smiling that's true that's his that's his brand right <laughs> yeah he smiles as much as that kreischer takes off his goddamn shirt <laughs> it seems like you're you're reducing everyone to one little thing about their act <laughs> really just reducing if they shirt. did a show together that's what it would it would just be smiling and the guy with the shirt on <laughs> right no shirt and, and smiley yeah. right and then it's, you know it's bert yelling and screaming and ron just smiling at the antics um, all right, so uh, Matt, you went with Animal Farm. Is that what you settled on? I sure did, and I, all I, right. I'm looking forward to, to it being something that none of us thought of, and we're all going to be mad. Well, we'll yeah. find out. Uh, I, I too, uh, as and I'll get to Nate's in a second here. I did say Charlotte's Web, as I mentioned. I initially said Animal Farm, and then here's my thing. I thought you're all gonna you're all gonna say Animal Farm. So I'm going to go with Charlotte's Web and be the one oddball. That's what I thought. And then Cockerel screws it all up by going with it out of the box. Um, and uh, so that was my thinking. Although I do think it's Animal Farm. I really believe it's Animal Farm. Now I think yeah, it's probably. Charlotte's Web, though, because I think the story is better if it's like, can you believe China banned Charlotte's Web, this completely harmless book, right. just because the animals talked? Like, that's a better, like funny anecdote or, or whatever piece of trivia than just like you know that political book by george orwell it got banned but it was because the animals talked like i don't know it doesn't well feel we'll like find it. out uh, i have the answer right here and we'll get to it uh, but let's go nate bergetzi is here he's taking time away from the golf links he's hanging out pga golfers yeah. uh he's one of the best this guy's a two or three handicap this guy is uh, this guy hits him and he hits him far and when he putts he puts him right in the hole this guy knows how to play the game. Uh, Nate, I'm not wrong. You did do the Conan golf outing once, did you not? I did. I did it a few times. You uh, did. Were you- yeah, I hosted. Uh, oh, that's right. You filled you in for me. Yeah. You weren't there, so I had to give the awards out. And someone won. They shot like a 49. And you're like, all right. I don't know if I believe that. You know, yeah. you always have some team come in where you're like, all right, dude, you can't. There's no way. Even though scores are low. 49 is right they're, yeah they're I, eagle and everything it's pretty well i think there's some cheaters out there there's one team that consistently shoots a, a score that like there's no way you're double eagling three holes there's just no way i don't care right. how many uh great shots you all had there's no way you got a two on that power five there's just no fucking way 
They uh-huh. did. Uh, they did a scramble on uh, Golf Channel with four golfers. They I and mean, they didn't shoot that. They didn't right? shoot that low. Like they did, they're going to. You're going to miss. No one's getting. Not everybody's like having a tap in. Someone's going to miss a 10, 15 foot putt. But, Agreed. Yeah. Uh, for for uh, those of us who don't remember much about golf, uh, is, a, is a scramble game. Is that the one where you all shoot and then you take the best one and then you all shoot from there? Uh, okay. Yes. Uh, there's several ways to do it, but that's the most common. Yes. Um, yes, yeah, so or you'll take the best drive, and then uh, you all hit. You play the rest of the round on your own. That's one form of a scramble, uh, right? Nate, am I right? One of them is yeah. Uh, a shamble is a, you take it. your best drive, and then you both play your own ball, that's which is a very fun way to play because then you can kind of play your own game, uh, and you know, and then see at least some kind of score. But you still shoot good if you do that. Yeah, uh, that's a shamble. And uh, we uh, there's also the scramble, and then uh, of course then you got the Fraser theme. <laughs> yeah, is there uh, also a stumble. There's not. I know we're supposed to yes and, but I just thought it'd be better yeah. just to stop that conversation. Let's right, that's, that's, about. Yeah, that's <laughs> far enough. All right, we made enough jokes. About You're that. the conductor <laughs> of this show. You have to make those choices. <laughs> what? Uh, hey, Nate. Uh, this podcast that you do, are you guys doing it via Zoom or are your two buddies? Do they join you in a studio somewhere? How's it working? They do. They join me in my house. And so they're, we're all together. We do the, I don't know, you take your temperature. They all have uh, 65 degrees every time we take it. Uh, so they're good. All right. Uh, but they, we, no, we, we've all been together and they, we kind of, I know where we're uh, all at. Right. And so we do it in my house. And uh, so we, you know, yeah. Are these the same fellows that open for you on the road on this tour? They're not doing this leg, trying to mix it up, trying to get COVID. So uh, <laughs> trying to spice things up a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, but then they, they will be on the next uh, leg of it. So, you know, and ours is we do have we talk about, you know, we talk my dad. We talked about magic last time. Uh, we talk about grocery stores. We kind of just pick something and then like try to learn the history of it. How oh, that's fun. Present. The future, you know, and then just trying to give us something to talk about. And we read a lot of the comments from people and uh, to open every show because they, you know, so they can tell us that we're wrong uh, the right. whole time. And that's fun. That's a good time. So, yeah, we used to read yeah. the comments on this show, and that lasted about one episode, I think. I think that's uh, <laughs> back at the dining room. We went, uh, we're not going to do this again, right? Really? No, we're not. Uh, uh, they, sh- they shouldn't have this much input. Uh, mind your business. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, as I've always said, listen or don't listen. Those are your two fucking options. Uh, Nate, uh, you brought this up. What are what is the future of the grocery store? What do you what 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 what'd you guys find out? Uh, there well, there you're going to either have scanners where you're scanning them as you put the grocery in. So I mean, going to checkout is going to be almost done. It's like stuff like that, and uh, I mean, shipped ordering stuff sent to your house. Right, you're not going to really be going to it. Uh, Amazon, you're getting your you know. So it's like that kind of that kind of grocery shopping. And I guess if you want fresh fruit or vegetables and that stuff, there'll be places to go for that. But yeah, it's going to be do it. I mean, do it yourself. There's a uh, Walmart. I mean, Walmart has like a robot that rides around. I forget what he did, but it, 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 it kind of goes through the store. Uh, really? I don't know what he's doing. He might be shopping. Might he might be live shopping. in the neighborhood. You know? Who knows? Very well made. Uh, but I, yeah, forget. I should have brought it up because I've completely forgot what his point is. Yeah, but he's there. You know, <laughs> I, I, I believe you. I'll take your word for it. Uh, what, uh, Matt? I have a feeling I know what this text is. Uh, yes, I was just going to do that right here. 
uh, and right now. Uh, all right, before we get Nate's answer, uh, we got to take our second break, and then we'll come back. We'll get Nate's answer. We'll find out the actual answer. We'll figure out if anybody won any money here. Somebody's going to win the money. We know that. Uh, but who will it be? Who will it be? We'll get Nate's answer. Hopefully find out more about the future grocery stores right after this. Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Nate Bargatze's on Twitter at Nate Bargatze. And you can check out his uh, Netflix special, The Tennessee Kid, on, you guessed it, Netflix. Also check out his new podcast. It's called The Nate Land Podcast from All Things Comedy. That should be entertaining and fun as well. Uh, everything Nate, Nate does is great. Actually, go back to Yelled At By A Clown. That's his first album produced by AST Records. Uh, you can find that wherever you get uh, music, uh, whether it's Apple Music or Spotify. That's a fun album, too. Fun fun hour of comedy, so check it out. Jimmy Pardo's doing some fun comedy at uh, Flappers in their Zoom room. That's October 16th, and uh, you can go to flapperscomedy.com to get tickets to that. You know the drill. He'll be doing some uh, crowd work, some talking to the crowd, uh, taking requests, telling stories, all that fun stuff. But first, Podcastathon 2020, the virtual edition, remote style. We're doing it on 10-10-2020. That's October 10th, noon to 6 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, please go to nevernotfunny.com. You can actually donate now and learn more about uh, Givy, which is the app we're using to uh, do the auctions and take donations. So go to nevernotfunny.com and click the uh, Podcastathon 2020 link. There's actually two links, one for donating and one just about the show. But uh, that's where you'll watch it, and that's where you can donate. Uh, we're raising money for Smile Train. Going to have tons of great guests and music and fun stuff like that. So tune in on the 10th, noon to 6 p.m. Pacific time. Enjoy. Hey, hiring's hard. So hard. So ZipRecruiter's there to make it easy. So easy. That a boy, Matt. You did exactly what I was hoping for. We don't plan these folks. We don't script these out. We we sit down. We go, uh, hey, let's do a ZipRecruiter ad. And then I, I just say something, and then Matt responds. And it's very, very never not funny. Very brand. organic. Uh, very organic. We both turn into James Austin Johnson <laughs> doing Trump. Very organic. They're talking about organic. <laughs> Hey, see why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. That's 24 hours. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. Go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Once again, that is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Look, we haven't had to hire anybody in a long time, but I know there's people out there that have a small business and they do. Yes. And... uh Look, I don't want to do that job. If you wanted to work, you would go work as a headhunter if you cared, if you enjoyed hiring people for, you know, that was your your passion. It's not mine. I don't, it's not mine either. So my passion's the opera. (laughs) Obviously, we all know that. Okay, I just want to make sure. From longtime listeners know that you love the opera. I want to make sure that everybody's reminded of it. So just leave it to the professionals at ZipRecruiter. Let them do it. Let their technology help you so that you don't have to waste your time finding great candidates that's exactly right by the way we have tickets for the opera coming up i'm gonna hire somebody to go in my place <laughs> uh that is my passion my passion for the opera is to avoid it yeah uh ziprecruiter.com slash pardo ziprecruiter.com slash pardo z-i-p-r-e-c-r-u-i-t-e-r.com slash pardo ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire uh listen this is you you know this uh, belknap and and hokeberg and myself we love the factor meals in fact garen cockrell's gotten on board with the factor recently yeah he's into it i we, mean who wouldn't like it once you try it you go hey this is good stuff once you factor you can't go back there yeah it's like that old yo gabba gabba song try it you'll like it i never was on board with yo gabba gabba 
and nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah, in the, in I, the I 16 imagine, years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very. I think it was hipster. very of the pre me. Like I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like before I had a kid, it, it, oh, yeah, it, it sure. was prior to Oliver's where I don't, I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> what's no, going on. With we're here America. to talk about factor. Yeah. Although, you know what? Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down, watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right. Get in there. Get the wiggles out. That's somebody else. Right. No, that, oh, no that's them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day. Oh, my God. Oh, they got all, this, all sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash pardo50. Use code pardo50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month. That is code PARDO50 at factormeals.com slash PARDO50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program, episode 2706. Nate Bergetzi is here. He's taking time away from the golf course and apparently doing standing-up comedy. He's got a lot going on. Uh, again, the Tennessee Kid is the, uh, boy, boy, it's a great special. If you've not seen it, uh, go and watch it. Uh, Nate, is, how many specials do you have on the Netflix? Is it just that one? I bet I have a half hour on the stand-up season one. Right. And so, um, yeah, I referenced some of that in the Tennessee Kid. Yes, you uh, do. At the very be- yeah. uh, at the end, yeah. right? You say, uh, yeah. Um, you know what? I don't know why we haven't gone to watch that. We enjoyed your special so much. I would have thought that uh, we did start watching. I'm not going to tell you who it is. We did start watching one of those, uh, those uh, half hour of the stand up series and uh, made it about six minutes, made it about six minutes into the 30. And uh, we pulled the pulled the shoot on that. Uh, <laughs> there was also a, a Netflix special that came out in the last week or so. I want to say Netflix that we uh, uh, I don't know if we even made it six minutes and we went, we're good. We're good here. Let's, uh, do you fast i sometimes i try to watch like you know if you're just watching as a comedian i like to watch the the opening to kind of see where they're at in the middle and then i kind of see what they close on oh. so you try to if you're not trying to watch the whole thing you're like let me just get a let me get a feel for what's happening yeah mm-hmm. i don't uh, one of these specials i don't think my family would have stood for that i don't think they would have uh they would have uh, they would have uh, i think my wife would have issued divorce papers and taken my son with her i think that uh, that's how little they wanted to investigate further into this person's uh, performance wow uh yeah it was uh but that's why uh comedy is like an ice cream shop right uh, 31 flavors there's something for everybody uh nate Bergetzi is here the question of course is what book was banned in china for suggesting that animals can talk just like humans uh, so far, we've got uh, we got two Charlotte Webs and two Animal Farms. Nate, what did you go with? So, uh, Animal Farm, I don't even know what you're talking about. I took remedial classes, as y'all made fun of. I took, I mean, a ton of them. Went to college for a year and a half. No credit is the truth. All remedial. Took speech in college. Uh there's me and a bunch of 40-year-old moms and dads going back to school. <laughs> So, Animal Farm. I don't. I thought that was the movie. There's an Animal Farm movie, right? Well, based on the book. Mm-hmm. Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, it's something. All right, I'm in the ballpark. So that, <laughs> that never. Is something. Uh, Mr. Ed, I did think of, and then I was like, "Well, that's a TV show," but would have written it down if I didn't think of this. But I wrote uh, Charlotte's Web 
Okay. And so uh, that's what I thought too. Yeah. Three for the web. Now, listen, Nate, just so that you know, I didn't go. I went to community college for a little bit. And then I went to the American Academy of Dramatic Arts. So uh, you are not any different than me, sir, with your Thank remedial you. learning. I, uh, I, too, did not go. Uh, mainly I can drive a stick shift. So, Oh, I can, too. I can drive a stick. That's something, something, something to offer. You know, we have something to offer. <laughs> it is something to offer. That's good for if you're uh, ever on The Amazing Race. I feel like that's the only yes. time that comes up is it, on The Amazing Race. <laughs> they're in Latvia and they're like, here's the car. And they're like, oh, no, we don't know how to do this. And then that team is just out <laughs> because they don't know how to drive a stick. <laughs> and Matt, how many seasons in are we that it still happens where it's like you you sign up for this show. You know, take stick a, shift's going to come up. Take a class. That, when you're doing you're running around town with a back back on how about you also practice with a stick shift you yeah. know it's going to happen right and and learn a little bit of spanish maybe you know a little, <laughs> little bit of spanish a little bit of french you're all set you'll be covered uh all right here we go nate uh, matt please play the second theme song to reveal the answer but real quick so I, which one did you land on jimmy because i know garen said uh, charlotte's web I landed on, we got three charlotte's web and two animal farms yeah. and, and, and okay. i want to throw out my my other my other thoughts before we hear the answer you tell all me right you want to do that uh, so there was a book of Dr. Doolittle, but as I understand it, it's very racist. I'm um, listening. So I don't know. I don't know how China feels about that. And then uh, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Oh. Mm, I, Seems I, like it I, could be a possibility. I guarantee it's not that. All right. Yeah. Here's the other thing. In fact, if it is that, I'll give you a dollar. All right. All right. Cool. Fair enough. Yeah. How Matt, you can play. Uh, here it comes. But he's stuck in his room writing trivia for Zoom To help his father's career <laughs> Thinks of a question and he writes it down What have we found? His writing's not clear Wish Oliver was here Quickly now, Father needs you <laughs> uh, that's uh, Daryl Asher doing the great uh, take on the Pink Floyd classic. Wish you were here. Wish Oliver was here. Uh, very nice. Nice. Thank you, Daryl. Thank you for that. And uh, we thank Tyler for the first one. We thank Daryl for the second one. Uh, all right, here we go. Here's your answer. Let's find out together. Will it be Animal Farm? Will two people be going head to head, or will three be going head to head to head? Let's find out together. As I open it up here, we find out it is Alice in Wonderland. Guys, god damn it are you fucking kidding me <laughs> it is alice, alice in wonderland because of the cat there are now, talking animals in alice there is the Chesh cheshire cat the walrus there's a rabbit right at the beginning oh the rabbit yeah. well let me tell you something at the time of release the governor of hunan china believe i, I assume that's what he written, uh, wrote here believed that even suggesting that animals could talk was disastrous <laughs> what year was so, this does it say well uh, no I, I don't have a year on this elliot do you want me to go yell at my 13 year old for not providing a year no 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 but i, I be I, grateful he gives a shit enough to write the question when did that book come out like early 20th century or late late 19th century something like that? I, I know late i don't 19th. know all i know about it matt is that it spooked the chinese that's all i know about this book fair enough but with, what i'm wondering is is if it, it was it it was a communist china did it say it was communist china that banned it it says, again, H-U-N-A-N, oh. comma, I think is what this says here. But I, again, his handwriting is That atrocious. is a good point. If it was pre-communism, that's, that's interesting. But the I, book I, came out in 1865. Wow. 1865. But it didn't say it was banned when it came out. It right, just said right, it was right. banned in China. 
At I the mean, time, it does say at the time of release, sir. Oh, oh okay. So I'd then that would have to be Imperial China. I'd like to see that book banned for being fucking weird. How about that? <laughs> I don't. I don't care about the animals talking. It's just, the whole thing is just too too weird for me. Well, if you don't have that, Matt, you've got uh, uh, Jefferson Starship. As Jefferson Airplane doesn't have a uh, hit song. Great. That that would be a, a, a nice Great. side effect, a bonus, if you will, <laughs> to not I have love that, that song. song. <laughs> My wife hates it, and I love it. Can't stand it. And and your your wife loves Alice in Wonderland, right? She does love Alice in Wonderland. That's probably uh, where uh, Oliver got the idea today. And that's probably why she hates that song, because any true fan knows that that song is an abomination of the original idea. Well, you know what I hate? I hate Alice in Wonderland. I hate the, uh, the I've never enjoyed a single second of it. Book. I, I agree. Animate. I, I even agree. hate that Tom Petty video. Fuck you. Me Get too. Alice in Wonderland out of my life. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like it. I, and didn't he do two? Aren't there two different videos with that? Uh... Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that, sir. I think you're right, though. I don't know, though. I don't know what they are. I mean, but... once you have the costume. Yeah, that's a good right? point. Well, he's, he, he kept wearing that fucking hat for the rest of his career, I think. He, <laughs> he did invest that, 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 that hat. Uh, I think the weight of that hat's what killed him. I really believe that's what oh, it was. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. What are you sad about? The, the man died. People die, Elliot. Yeah, but what about all the people who make hats? Well, Actually, the, the, the thing about the Mad Hatter was apparently like, in order to make hats, you had to, I don't know, was it mercury or some other yeah, there was thing? A chemical. And it, actually, it actually would drive you insane? Yeah. So he could have died from mercury poisoning from making his own hats. Maybe. Uh, not. Conspiracy. I, I don't know if he was a, a hat maker. What's the, what's the word for that? Haberdashery or something? It's not haberdashery, it turns out. We've, oh, that's uh, just clothing, a, right? Well, that's, I, I think that's a catch-all. It's, it's got uh, a lot of it, hats and, and your, your buttons and sundries and such. Mm-hmm. Millinery? Millinery? Mil- oh, like Milner? Milliner? Milliner? M-I-L-L-I-N-E-R-Y. You thinking of Mueller, the Mueller report? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like that's what it. you're thinking about, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, did you guys, I, I haven't watched it, but I just like, I guess it just came out last night, but there's this movie on Showtime about, about Comey, James Comey. And yes, have you seen that trailer? I have. Uh, if you haven't seen the trailer, I don't know if I'm going to watch the thing, but I just like stumbled on just, they just had a scene. It's the scene of, Donald Trump and James Comey having dinner together at the White House and Brendan Gleeson's Trump is amazing. Like I was like, oh, my God, this is mind blowingly good. And it's not like done for humor, obviously. It's like he's playing Trump. But I couldn't believe how good he was at Trump. Mm. I couldn't figure out who it was at first, by the way. I was like, who is this guy? And then I found out it was Brendan Gleeson. But uh, here's the thing. By all accounts, it's supposed to be great. People that I uh, that I like are saying that it's great. I, it, looks what's that, Garen? Silly. it looks really silly to me. That's like, what I, I thought. Ah. But these people are saying that it's not, that it's great. Well, that Weird. guy, Billy, Billy Ray wrote it, I think, who's a good screenwriter. Um, I, I, I am I am curious, even though I don't necessarily want to revisit that, that ordeal in, in right. that way right now, at least. But uh, I feel like I'm getting enough in the news without having to spend four hours watching that. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean good cast like holly hunters in it and jeff uh, mm-hmm. jeff daniels and matt you uh, by the way uh, the screenwriter billy ray you you heard about his heart right uh <laughs> no what happened oh it's achy and it's breaky, achy breaky. Right? Yeah, that's right yeah he's got the achy breaky heart billy ray does um i guess his daughter's a singer as well i just found that out mm-hmm. billy ray yeah. cyrus has a daughter that's very popular um <laughs> all right, so we have to hit, reveal our numbers uh, because none of us got it right. Nope. All cocky assholes. It's got to be one of these two. 
more often than not that's what happens with oliver's trivia questions it's a it's a question you you think the answer is obvious uh, and then you find out it's abraham lincoln <laughs> that's yeah. Yeah, i know this was uh all right what, what, what everybody bet uh, garen 15 15 elliot 25 matt 23 nate i just did five I uh, listen. Nate Bargatze gets the money. I said seven. Oh boy, there we go. So Nate, you got to. Oh. Uh, I got to get your email from you because uh, uh, I don't have it. I had to go through uh, personnel in order to have yeah. you on this show. Yeah, uh, <laughs> which is ridiculous and insane I that I have to I book a, a fellow comic through publicists. Bullshit. I don't know. Well, that you didn't have to do that. I didn't. That didn't. You know. Well, you don't ever uh, have to do it. Next time, though, we might. I might have one more person. You might person bit. <laughs> before you even get to them, the publicists, you go. I, wa- I want to say, Nate, that the, uh, there, this time there was, I think at one point there was that case. I think there was a, a second person that got involved. So uh, you're already making me jump through these hurdles. I'm in Nashville, dude. No one, you know, we're not. And we're now right now, especially with this. But you can have, I'll give you my social security number. We have whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> I will use it. I gotta. I gotta sneak yeah, up some have, courses. Have at it. Uh, just give me your handicap card so I can go play some uh, yeah. better courses than I'm playing. Since so you shoot my 92, uh, Nate Bergazzi's here. He's got the new podcast called The Nate Land, where they get to the bottom of the future of grocery stores and uh, magic. <laughs> What's the future of magic? Is it that uh, that guy that uh, puts himself in an ice cube? Is that the future? Oh Why yeah, David Blaine. That is. Yeah, is, it, is, is he the is future? It, He's kind of is right now. He, but he, you know, the key that my dad always talks about is can they do an hour long show? Uh, that's the big that magicians look at. And David Blaine can do a very good hour long show. So oh, he every, can. All, all right. Really like him. Yeah, you can go watch him live, and it's an amazing show. So that's the big deal because instead of this, you know, some guys are just going to be like good on Instagram, but if you went and purchased a ticket, the show's going to be a nightmare. Mm. So it's the hour long show that you want to see. Now, your father being a magician, was were you ever his assistant growing up? Or like, was, were you part of the program? When I, he came to my school when I was in kindergarten and did a trick. And I was going to help him, and then I got kind of nervous, and I just sat behind him and then just ruined the trick for all the kids. <laughs> I yelled out. There was, like, it's some kid's trick. There's two dogs. And I was like, well, Dad, there's two dogs. But the, the kids don't know there's two dogs. <laughs> <laughs> And I just right. yell it out. And so kind of ruined it. Some kids left, uh, walked out. So, you know, that was about the last time I got. I always say I cannot, and I can't do magic. I can just ruin it for you. So if you want magic ruined, I've seen it. You know, we just have oranges laying around the house, newspapers. I mean, half a dollar's uncut dollar bills. I mean, just a ton of them. He'd have to go get for all these tricks he's doing. I mean, it was, you know. Nate, have you ever gone into the uh, fruit and vegetable the area of your refrigerator and open up an orange and there's a rolled up dollar bill in there? Has that ever happened? <laughs> yeah, it does. I mean, we, my mom would always have to go buy a bunch of lemons. So she'd buy like a ton of lemons or oranges or and for his magic. And so anytime you went to the store, you would have to get uh, an extra amount. It looks like you're having a party. Right. Amount of fruit. And uh, but you're not. Your dad's just a magician. <laughs> And apparently not everybody's dad's a magician because I, I didn't it, think he was weird at all. And then everybody was like, no, nah, it's pretty weird. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, does he still perform your father? Yep. He comes out with me on the road. Some uh, before all this stuff happened, he was going out with me a lot and uh, he will. So once we can get back to normal, uh, he'll 
come back out and yeah he does great he's very funny he's uh the president of the international brotherhood of magicians right now ibm and they uh so it's a big their big thing is they turn down houdini that's their <laughs> you know he was a member of something else and they well, they turned him down uh so, well he's dead right i mean so they won in the long run they won I mean, yeah, that was the, did, right? the the first but less famous time he got punched in the stomach. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, it's still it all hurt the same. It hurts the same. Though. It's still pretty, yeah. pretty, pretty rough. Yeah. Well, we all like to be accepted, don't we? Houdini's no exception. You want to be part of something? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, what does your dad go by? The, the great Bargetsy? What is uh, what's his uh, handle? Uh, Stephen Bargetti uh, with a PH, as I sell, spell Stephen. Uh, but the magic of Stephen is what he does. And yeah, he's on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube videos of him and all the, all the fun stuff. And uh, yeah, he's great. We're very proud of him. He's very, very good at what he does. Let me ask you a question. Back when we're back to normal and you and your father are touring together, can I come just to watch him? <laughs> is that possible? Because I love magic. Uh, oh, he'll... Uh, he, I have people come up to me afterwards and they say he was my favorite part. And <laughs> oh, they, boy, I, mean, yeah. they t- I know it's kind of, it's one of those where you're like, I look, I really appreciate that. And then also, I don't know, man, throw me a bone, you know, like <laughs> at least be like, thanks for bringing him to me. Like I'm right. the one that got you to see him. But I mean, they, he gets a st- now that I've talked about him being a magician and they, so they know. I mean, he would get when I because it'd be a surprise when he comes out and we would just bring him out. And I mean, a few shows, he gets a standing ovation when he walks out. Oh, my God. I mean, they're just wow. that thrill. You're yeah. setting yourself up to be uh, ridiculed after the program. Yeah. I mean, no, no one cares. I mean, I, the stakes are low for me, you know, when I go out. Wow. That does they're, seem they're, It seems like a tough thing to follow. Like he's out, he goes up there. He's funny and doing magic. And then you come up and you're like, I'm funny, but I don't do magic. It's like uh, that, that, yeah. that could be tricky. It's uh, it is. It's not good. And it's <laughs> tough to follow. Uh, but what I mean, I, he's got to go before me. I can't, you know, just be like, all right. I mean, I guess I could bring him out. At, That'd be great at if you like, opened for him. <laughs> well, if he's getting standing yeah. O's, like, that's it for me, guys. Here's I mean, my dad. And then people are like, yeah. whoa. I mean, whoa. I heard from many an audience member leaving. He's their favorite part. <laughs> so I would have him close. Yeah. No, it's it's uh, rightfully so. And I yeah, so they, they say it. They you know, they tell me they message me and tell me and they really the ones that want to get it to you, they I mean they really go out of their way to get it to you. They they you could be like, Oh, you could have just maybe kept that to yourself, maybe said nope. it to bucks people and now they're like, You should know. You yep. should know. You, yep. you cannot go another minute without you knowing how I felt about your act and your father. Yeah. What, uh, Nate, now, if you do it, uh, decide to have your father close that show, I still think you pay him opening rate. You don't give him closer money. Uh, you let him, no. right? You're giving him the, the joy I, I, of closing. Yeah, no, I uh, I absolutely do that. He gets the he gets the normal, you know, if he gets paid at all at the beginning. <laughs> first college show I ever did uh, forever ago, Belmont and Nashville, and I, they saw me on uh, CMT was my first co- TV credit. And so I had to do an hour and I was getting, I don't know, maybe like 700 bucks. And so I had to get my dad to come do it because I didn't have an hour. Right. And I told him, I said, you gotta, you can't go crazy because I'm not going to be able to follow you. So you got to somewhat like do good, but don't be, and do most of the time. <laughs> just, I, I was like, I'm gonna, I'll do like 35, 40 minutes and you got to do most of the time and there's no money. Which I mean, at this point, I—I I mean, he's basically still giving me money. So, 
And then he goes up and does, you know, goes great, still destroys. The hard one, a, a very underrated thing that's hard to follow is when he cries when he brings you on stage. That's oh, actually, no! Yeah. That's, that's even, that gets tough, uh, which I don't have him bring me on anymore for that, for that reason. Because he'll start, it's very nice, but I mean, he can't. Just, he he gave you such a heartfelt intro that he choked up. That's what you're saying. Proud of me, you know, the whole stuff. What you would do with your own child. Yes. Uh, and then your own child would go, Dad, you're cr- you're killing me. you got to, I don't even have the time. My act is awful. <laughs> These people are booking me off five minutes. They think they're out of their mind. I've tricked them into giving me this money. Oh. Hey, I have a question. Uh, you have an eight-year-old daughter, right? Yeah. Uh, do you think she's more likely to follow you into comedy or follow her grandpa into magic? You know, I, we talked about this where if my daughter just got a regular job, I think I come from a family of schemers. <laughs> we're just trying to trick people into money. And if she just, I mean, if she was a janitor, just a regular I mean, a lawyer, I would be blown away just uh, what she did. So I bet she doesn't do, I'm trying to make her do golf because mm-hmm. uh, no one knows, uh, women's uh, scholarships in golf, most underused scholarship, not used scholarship in all of sports. Oh. They don't have enough women for these for, for the scholarships. So if you can shoot some, I mean, if you just get into golf and play it, uh, as a woman, you, you can have a full ride at a lot of places, hmm. but uh, she, I don't think she'll do that. And then, yeah, I don't think she'll. She's very funny and comedy. You, they all but want to be YouTubers right now. Yeah. And so I'm trying to not make her do that because then, as a comedian, that makes me furious because they do. <laughs> you know, they try to they sell out a, th- some comedy club, and then you know it's a bunch of eight year olds, eleven year olds that are losing their mind. There's no act. They don't do an act. Yeah. I mean, I can't, you know, but she doesn't get that when I go, yeah, what's their hour look like? You know? <laughs> so I, that's what I, that's all I don't want her to be. Yeah. And that's out of pure spite with how good those YouTubers <laughs> are doing in life. So, and how, and how quick they made it, you know? Yeah. 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 No right. struggle. Just, uh, Oh, I turned a camera on and now I'm a millionaire. It's, millionaire. it's bananas and millionaire. Not even a question mark about it. They are making millions of dollars. Yeah. Doing nothing, yeah. nothing. 16 live in a bigger house than their parents. You know, right? I mean, it's unbelievable. Uh, Nate Bargatze has been our guest. We're lucky to have had him. Uh, he's about to go out and do a tent show, uh, COVID style. Uh, but Matt, I, I, I pay attention to that golf thing. Uh, Zoe, uh, let's get her on the links. I'm thinking it might be too late. She's my daughter is 12. So uh, no, I bet it's not too late. She can if she's never played too. it's even better because she doesn't have any bad habits. Okay. And they say just let her I mean, let her take lessons and then just they can figure it out. Golf is I, I honestly do think it's a great sport for life. You yeah. know, like it's to teach kids to be, you know, it's a polite sport. It's got to be an honest sport. Uh, you know, it's, it's, I mean, it's awesome. You know, yeah. Tiger Woods changed the game. Mm-hmm. Now it's a cool sport. Uh, and, uh, you know, they have a lot of LPGA events. I try to I'd show her, my daughter, those like, and, you know, trying to, I want to go to some if they ever, if you can ever go watch something live again. Uh, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the guys here will tell you uh, there was a little time in my life, uh, maybe what four years ago was it, guys, where I went to any LPGA tournament that was near Los Angeles. I would drive out to Palm Springs to watch it. 
because uh, there's no crowds. There's no crowd watching the LPGA, and you're watching peop- great golfers. You're watching terrific golf, and you're able to do it. I, I, one time they went, oh, the leaders are coming up. Be careful. The screen's about to be jammed with people, and 30 people walked up, and <laughs> nothing, man. You get to watch uh, great golf for less money and less crowds, and so uh, I certainly do that is my point is what I'm getting at, Nate. Yeah, I agree. Uh, all right, Nate Bargatze's been with us. He's got the new podcast called Nate Land. He's got the special called The Tennessee Kid over there on the Netflix that I cannot recommend enough. Fantastic. Uh, also, look for him on your local golf course. He's probably out there. I've just been told, never cheating. Very honorable, this gentleman. Uh, <laughs> try, to, so, try to play by the rules. That a boy. That's why they're there. Yep. Um, uh, all right, that's it. Uh, hey, don't forget, guys. I'm sure Matt talked about in the plugs. Parkcastathon coming up uh, next week. Uh, on October the 10th, uh, between noon and 6 p.m., that is Pacific time. Figure out wherever you're living. Um, and that should do it. On behalf of the Pop Culture Beast, there he is at the weather desk. That's Garen Cockrell. There's the phone man up at Video Village in Palms, California, the Elliot Hogberg. Keeping things safe. Keeping things safe. And Never Not Funny headquarters in Sherman Oaks. That's the Honcho Matt Belknap. Uh, coming to us from some weird, dingy basement-looking room in Connecticut. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Nate Bargetsy. I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. Stay safe, everybody. 8K47, gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a platinum subscription at nevernotfunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2020, Never Not Funny, LLC. Never Not Funny.